A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. I don't think anyone's going to disagree with that. Pick, right. Right. Um, one of the most decorated, except for, nominated. Except for Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. Today's show is brought to you by Bombfell. For $25 off your first purchase, visit bombfell.com slash Sincast. All right, everybody, welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSins, joined as always by the voice of CinemaSins, Jeremy Scott. Oh, Wimbleway. Ooh. Ooh. Uh huh. Mm. It's from the Lion Sleeps yeah. Tonight. Ah, yeah, nice. I don't know if it's a real word. Yeah, well, it is. It is for sure. It's in the. It's in the vernacular. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty. It's sure probably it like some sort of dirty act in the Urban Dictionary. Mm-hmm. I'm yep. Sure, it is. That's the way they <laughs> will be after this podcast. <laughs> that's the. That, that's the way they got away with stuff back then. Like whenever this song came out, they were like, "This means fucking," yeah. and like you know, "Weemo, a weemo," and they're just saying. Nobody knows what this means except us. It's amazing. <laughs> hey, honey, you want to weem away tonight? <laughs> it's like that Friends of P song. Nobody knows who P is. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, from Music Video Sins, Barrett Share. Hello there. And uh, today we're going to be doing the Mount Rushmore of actresses. Actresses. Yeah, baby. The best, Jerry. The best. I want to go to Mount Rushmore. Take me, take me, take me, take me now. Hail to the chief, he's the chief and he needs hailing. Best of the best of the best, sir. That's just, that's very funny to me. Now, you know, I saw somebody say on Twitter that it was, uh, like, condescending for us to break him up. And I didn't understand that because, no. we're first of all, we're just kind of doing what the Academy and Golden Globes do anyway. Mm-hmm. But I think if we combine them into one, the women would have gotten short shrift. Well, there's that, and then there would just be the the sheer number of them. That's, well, right? the, that's the problem, right? And I, and again, this goes back to why I think the Oscars still have this split up mm-hmm. because it would it would be a and like you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to get as many varied winners mm-hmm. by by doing it all in one category. Yeah, you oversaturate the pool if you do it that right. Way. So then you're going to have, you, you know, you're going to get 10 of the best actors and actresses all together, or maybe sometimes you'll have just eight actors and two actresses. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you expand the category, right. there's a lot of other issues that, that get involved. But so. it's the same thing as, as supporting and lead, too. Right. You know, you want to you give the most opportunity to people to, to be able to, to get to this. And plus the, the idea of a female Mount Rushmore is appealing on many levels. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're being pervy, aren't you? Yeah, I would. I would. You want to see some rock boobs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Um, uh, last week we did uh, Mount Rushmore of actors, and and you know, there's a, of course, there's going to be times we we forget people yeah. and everything. Um, and that's you know, I don't think we've ever come out here to say this is the most comprehensive list or the this is something that 
you know, 50 critics would come up with or right. anything like that. Definitive in any way. This is if you were to <laughs> see us on the street and we just started talking movies yeah. and then this topic came up. This is how it would go. Yeah, it's like if we were sitting around in a bar having a beer, just talking movies, like we were doing before this podcast ever started, yeah. and we might have this exact kind of conversation. Um, you know, I'm, I know we've had conversations before where we like rank the best this or the best that. So this is just an extension of that, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're gonna forget some. We're gonna also like dismiss some here and there. This is what's in the room, what we think at the moment, essentially, and yeah. We'll forget some, and that's great because we'll we will get to talk with you people afterwards. That's right, and uh, and uh, discuss those those actors that we did miss. Uh, but we try to get as many as we can. It's <laughs> a two we get, hour, I think we get a lot. Yeah. two hours podcast <laughs> that we're never going to get everybody. Right. We're always going to forget somebody. So anyway, let's go right into the conversation today. Who do we want to? Do we want to do the three two? Yeah, I like it too much to yeah. not. Even though I think today we might all say the same name. Mm, uh, you think? I get the sense there's one slam dunk. Uh, yeah, in fact, I almost said it already. So let's do it. Count all us right. down. Three, two, one. Meryl Streep. Hey! All right, so we just locked one inside of 10 <laughs> seconds. Mm-hmm. But I don't think anyone's going to disagree with that. Pick, right. Right. Um, one of the most decorated, except for, nominated. Except for Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, boy. You know he's listening to this right now. <laughs> yeah, he totally is. Um. <clears throat> Meryl Streep is not only great, but she's been great for a long time. Uh-huh. People, people forget that. It, you know, I think if you're not paying attention, you only remember her most recent movies. But she's been she's been at it a while, and she's always been awesome. She's mm-hmm. almost like, well, some of the men we put on the Mount Rushmore last week. Yep. Uh, twenty Oscar nominations. Incredible. Jeez. Three wins. It's it's kind of amazing. She's only won three. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what did she win for? Uh, she won for Kramer versus Kramer. She won for Silkwood, and then she won for Iron Lady. Mm. Uh. Um, which shows you how random things are. There's so many different movies she could have and probably should have been should have won for. Um, the 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 only knock I have against Meryl Streep, and this would never knock her down because we're talking about the straight up acting here. She's in very few movies that I hold in high regard. That's mm-hmm. a good point. The uh, the the like adaptation may be my favorite of hers. Mm-hmm. Out of all the ones that she's in, like as far as movies, now performance wise, she's really good in stuff like Sophie's Choice. And oh, yeah. see, Sophie's Choice is a movie that I I mean I watched that movie I don't know maybe ten years ago or so. Mm-hmm. It's and not one that you pop in on a Saturday no, afternoon. No, <laughs> no, um, and. You know, I I just got the sense that this Sophie's cho- the the whole thing that that we are drawn to with that movie is the choice. The everything mm-hmm. around the choice is not. It doesn't seem like a great movie. <laughs> you know, it's all about the choice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you know, she got nominated for Deer Hunter. I don't like the Deer Hunter very much. Kramer versus Kramer is an okay movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it's great. Um, I've never seen the French Lieutenant's Woman. I haven't either. Now, did she get nominated for Doubt? She did. Now Doubt's another good oh, one. She's fantastic. In fact, in everybody movie. got nominated in Doubt. Essentially, Rightfully she so. carries. Okay, Philip Seymour Hoffman is awesome in that movie, mm-hmm. but that that last scene with her and Amy Adams makes the entire movie. Yep. That she that she's able to admit that is huge because mm-hmm. any other movie, she's just a almost a cardboard villain. Yeah. Right. Yep. Like, uh, but. 
Ah, oh, I just love that movie so much. That that yeah. scene between her and Philip Seymour Hoffman, oh, man, yeah. where where they're just he's like you you're focused, you're totally destroying my life, and she stone face. She's like mm, that's it. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, hey, th- that's uh, yeah, and that's what makes that movie so good is because it's not a uh, yeah you like you said it's not somebody who who by the end of it is just the same about right. everything you know it's like she sort of like has to think back on her actions and everything and um yeah um i i believe that was what is it was it was an award-winning play before mm-hmm. it was a movie uh but the movie it, everything shines through and oh yeah it's not oh, like yeah. one of those usual play adaptations where you're like ah this is just a play or whatever yeah so no. it, it turns out really well um but, but then she's got she's got so much range like Devil Wears Prada, mm-hmm. that movie came out of nowhere. It was a huge hit, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yep. Um, I, but it's it's kind of a stock comedy. It's I mean, like a swimming with sharks type of type of situation. It right? is following the numbers, but she elevates it. Yep. And, and I also think um, Anne Hathaway. Yes, mm-hmm. thank you. By my finger wag, you knew who I meant. <laughs> mm-hmm. I also think she's really good in that role. Yeah. Uh, but it's Meryl Streep that just rules that entire movie and makes it more compelling to watch. Mm-hmm. Right. I think you put any other person in that role and it it's forgettable um, it's forgettable and it would be one note mm-hmm. um which is actually I, I was reading a story about this where there was a scene that was cut from that movie yeah where it shows her like uh when they're at a party or something like that like uh she thanks Anne hathaway's character or something like that yeah. for for getting away from her husband and they cut that because they didn't want her to be that nuanced until the very end, right? The very, this little surprise mm-hmm. thing at it's the, the end same as there. up in the air. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great um, glowing letter of recommendation. Right. Anyway, and let's not forget Emily Blunt. She was good. Mm-hmm. Too. Um, but um, and Adrian Grenier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> in his two scenes. What's funny is I, I I remember vividly. I don't know why this line always. My, my my wife loves this movie, so I've seen it plenty of times. But when he makes that grilled cheese and she doesn't eat it. He's like, there's eight dollars of Yarsberg in there, because <laughs> he's like a chef. It was like maybe the first time I'd ever even heard of Yarsberg cheese. I still have yet to make a grilled cheese with it though, but I bet it's good. Oh yeah. yeah. If I'm not mistaken, Devil Wears Prada came out on the same day as Superman Returns. No. And uh, it was it was uh, offered up as sort of counter programming. Good and choice. It did it's very, it's very a much well. better movie. Yeah. Did very very well. Doing Nobody that. gets shot in the eyeball in slow motion in that movie. <laughs> That's right. Um. But yeah, Meryl Streep uh, is great. I don't think there's any any chance she gets knocked off here. But uh, great Mount Rushmore face too. Yeah, know? for sure. She's got a very recognizable face. She does. She does. Um, uh, and I guess out of the out of all the performances, where maybe all the, the where the performance in the movie uh, are are in sync for me is Silkwood. I love Silkwood. I think that's a it's it's it's. It, it is your sort of a disaster movie in a way. It's not like uh, it's not like you know twenty twelve Geostorm, like, yeah Geostorm <laughs> or whatever like that. But uh, it's it you know it's it's one of those dangers of the, you know working at a nuclear plant type mm. of thing. I don't think it's nuclear. It's something else. I haven't seen it. But I, it's about like a like a. It's they do something where they handle radioactive stuff oh. and everything, and there's like a lot of it's kind of like kind of like Norma Ray and all that, where you have you know. Bad working conditions or stuff not safe or mm. whatever like that, and she was the champion of like getting all this, you know, oh, this yeah, type yeah. of stuff. And uh, the real life person died under mysterious circumstances. The mm. movie, the movie, sort of suggests that maybe there was foul play, but of course, at the end of it, they got to say 
Nobody, nobody really knows, you know, that type of thing. Please don't sue us. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, Silkwood's really good. Um, going on to another one. Who who else we want to look at? Well, the next name that comes to me is Sally Field. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, what's interesting is that we accidentally did kind of like a little preview of this episode like eight, ten weeks ago yeah. when we did our Women in Film because we're going to hit a lot of the same names. Mm-hmm. And I have that. I told that story about watching um, Norma Ray with Sally Field right in front of me. Um, she had very nice perfume. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. And she had a very lovely, expensive-looking white winter coat. Mm. Um, but yeah, that was in Chicago, just, right? Yeah, at the music box. Nice. But she's been great in a lot of things for a really long time. Again, she's she was really young when she started, and you know the famous "You like me, you really like me." That's a young woman there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we think of Sally Field from maybe Mrs. Doubtfire mm-hmm. era or Forrest Gump. But even when she was young, she was hitting home runs and getting nominated. How many nominations did she get? Well, she's only got three. <clears throat> three nominations. Two wins, though. Norma Ray and uh, Places in the Heart. Now, I believe Norma Ray, she was in her early 30s by the time that that okay. came along. Um, but uh, Norma Ray, Places in the Heart was, is where she did the You Love Me, Really Love Me speech. Um, I guess because after you win two in a row, or was it two in a row? It wasn't two in a row. It was just the second time that she had been nominated mm-hmm. and she won. Uh, and she got nominated for Lincoln as well. Um, uh, the other memorable ones that I remember, Smokey and the Bandit, yep. mm-hmm. um, Forrest Gump, obviously, and uh, Punchline, which Punch is a movie Line. that I'm 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 finally hearing a, a bunch of people say that they like. Yeah, it yeah. it didn't do nothing no. back in the eighties. No. Nobody cared about that. Matter movie. of fact, I remember it more being on HBO than I do like the the theater run or anybody talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like it was all like the the cable run that that even put it as a blip on guys our age mm-hmm. radar but it was like man i mean that's that's just such a good concept it's such great performances and she holds her own against fucking tom hanks yeah man, man absolutely that we've talked about that before too where she's the like sort of the love interest although i think she's married to john goodman and punch yeah um uh she's sort of the love interest or at least the equal of tom hanks in that movie and then six years later she's playing his mom yeah <laughs> yeah that's crazy and forrest gump that's crazy um but uh yeah i mean sally field is is great i don't have i don't think i have beyond that i don't have much knowledge of her other work though i mean i that's i saw not without my daughter a million years ago <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember anything about it um, she is pretty good as the as the straight woman in Mrs. Doubtfire, though. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, anyway, that was the first name that came to how, my head. Chris, how much of Catherine Hepburn's stuff have you watched? Not Jeremy much. Uh, not very much. Not much. And and this is this is where I, as I was doing my customary research last night. I realized, man, I'm so deficient. <laughs> Which is crazy, given as many movies as you've seen. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, you, just when you thought you pushed yourself in watching as many fucking movies as possible. Well, that's just because you're just a woman-hating misogynist. Well, that's part of it. <laughs> but really, when it comes down to it. Uh, but yeah, I went through Catherine Hepburn, and I was like, man, how many of these have I seen? Like two really have you seen lion and winter <laughs> might be more than mine i saw the lion and winter way back in the day when yeah. i was in high school don't remember anything about it and probably poo-pooed it at the time because mm. i was like fuck this i'm not gonna watch some bullshit like this <laughs> the uh <laughs> um but uh she uh the philadelphia story is i definitely have seen i didn't even like the philadelphia story hmm. um 
And then, but she's been nominated 12 times. Jesus. That's she like won, Nicholson style. She won four times. Wow. Uh, one for Morning Glory. And yeah, like everybody like got nominated and won except for Sydney Poitier and guess who's coming to dinner. She won. And uh, the Lion and Winner, where she tied with Barbara Streisand. Oh, for Funny Girl. Yeah. Right? And uh, and on Golden Pond, which was the like you know 1981. I definitely have seen that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I still haven't seen that even. Um, and she's been nominated a whole bunch, like African Queen, Summertime. There's another Rainmaker movie. Oh, I've seen African Queen too. Um, yeah, I, I haven't seen African. Isn't Queen. that Bogart? Yeah, yeah. It was a, by the way, Bogart was one of the big ones oh, last yeah, yeah. last week that people were bringing up. Yeah, but just a quick sidebar on that. Would you put Humphrey Bogart as the best actor? Let me put it this way. All the ones that were mentioned, I would not knock off anybody for. Yeah. Now He may be uh, up on the movie star. Again, yeah. Again, it's more, I think more people will just wish you would talk about them mm-hmm. and everything. Again, time and all that type of stuff usually is the reason. But uh, anyway, Catherine Hepburn... Uh, is this po- is it possible that we could end up putting her up there without even knowing... She's got like, the stats. She well, does. And it speaks to her reputation, too. Right. Um, when you said, how many Catherine Hepburn movies have you seen? I almost said, well, I've seen way more Audrey Hepburn movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, because she's going to have to be in the discussion, mm-hmm. too. I don't know if she has quite the nominations that Catherine Hepburn has. Well, and and we'll get to her right after this. But, yeah, no, she doesn't. But um, Catherine Hepburn and uh, was, famously did not like Meryl Streep. Oh, yeah. Uh, because uh, she, apparently when Hepburn watched a Meryl Streep performance, she would say, you can see her, she can see the gears turning in her head. You can hear the click, click, click huh. as she's as she's acting or whatever. So they had, apparently she wasn't a big fan of uh, how Streep went about her business. Interesting. Um, Man, if they'd had social media back in the day, that would have been a big <laughs> deal. Oh, it would have been awesome. It <laughs> would have been like Beyonce feuding with jesus yeah. <laughs> meryl what's good what's good meryl? Yeah. <laughs> but Catherine, didn't she she was the one that had that inimitable voice right yep. like, yeah, very yeah, wavering, yeah like which of course uh, people exaggerated right. and everything yeah she did she had that that kind of you know i, I don't know i guess it, it must have been like a theater voice thing yeah, I'm talking yeah. out of my ass here but it might have been one of those things where you can see the gears turning as she's doing the <laughs> exactly <laughs> um but yeah uh, one that we're gonna have to discuss and it's just oh my god i wish i had seen more i'm i'm a dick <laughs> well Again, we are not trying to create a definitive list here. If we end up deciding that her reputation and pure nominations get her up there, so be it. But this is the, what the three of us would put up there. And the three of us all have our own unique film-watching history. That's why Sally Field came out of my mouth as early as she did. That sounded weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, because I have a much more attachment to her and her work than I do somebody like Catherine. Right. Well, a lot of these, when we get into like acting performances, some of these movies are like acting showpieces mm-hmm. and, and not necessarily the best movies like the stuff you were talking about with Meryl Streep you're not going to throw in a movie besides maybe like a Daniel Day Lewis type of situation just for a performance Mm -hmm. you know so that's why we haven't seen some of these yeah going on to Audrey Hepburn so strange that the Audrey Hepburn and Catherine Hepburn not related yeah Yeah. it's always (laughs) bothered me after those like like I've not heard of a, the name Hepburn since these two were yeah. acting. That's also a good point. <laughs> so, like, the fact that they're not related, there's something wrong. There's something going on Definitely there. Something so wrong. We, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. Do we know if it wasn't like a 
just an early day like Michael Keaton kind of situation where they didn't know oh, enough. I never PR thought. Of, I never thought to, about that. I didn't. Uh, or maybe want to change their name to piggyback on the other. I guess that's mm. a possibility. Um. Anyway, Audrey Hepburn. Um. Uh. Is she? I guess she's the model for that pixie dream girl. Uh, yeah, type of especially thing. from Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. yeah, um, every every role that she was in, she was always the darling, the sweetheart, the you know. But she, man, she commanded those movies that she's in. Oh yeah, and then she, I mean, something like Wait Until Dark, uh, was was very different. Mm-hmm. And in Funny Face, she's playing like kind of this. She's not the necessarily the romantic interest of, of Fred Astaire until like later on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, man, like, I think she's got a lot more uh, variety to her performances than we give her credit for, because we think about Sabrina and we think about Breakfast at Tiffany's and things like that, where, where she's fitting this archetype, basically. She's in uh, My Fair Lady, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And that shows a, a good deal of range because mm-hmm. she, she, we find out by the end she could definitely play the elegant, you know, school. But at the beginning, she's playing this super thick accent, uncouth, basic street urchin, basically. Um, by the way, if you, in case you forgot, like I did, uh, that movie is 17 hours long. Yeah. <laughs> like you remember the songs and a couple of scenes. Is it really super long? It's, it's super it, long. It's really long, but it's, I think it's, uh, it's two hours and 50 minutes. Yeah. Wow. Um, but, uh, yeah, it is a, it is a fairly long movie. But um, enjoyable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Roman Holiday, where yeah. she and Cary Grant are together in that one. And mm-hmm. that's a really good movie, too. There's a lot of Cary Grant overlap in, yeah. in these things. Uh, yeah, I've got one that will come up later on. Um, but uh, Hepburn was nominated five times. She won once for Roman Holiday. Uh, you see, that's the, that's the performance that I like. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But like I would think that Breakfast at Tiffany's or even Sabrina or you know some of the later day stuff that that she would be nominated for that stuff. Mm-hmm. Roman Holiday, from my remembrance of it, is is kind of like a stock, pretty yeah, kind of is for that time, like just kind of a regular ass Hollywood movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, even even Audrey Hepburn, who I've seen more movies than Catherine Hepburn, I still feel like I'm just grossly deficient mm. on some of these classic you know leading ladies and everything it's gonna get worse for me as we go down the list like audrey hepburn i feel pretty good about mm-hmm. whether i could vote to add her or not based on how many of her movies i've seen not not Catherine. Yeah. yeah by the way audrey hepburn was born audrey kathleen hepburn dash rooston oh yeah uh so she shortened it obviously that's a lot um, of names she was uh I, some sort of diplomat's daughter or something like that because she was born overseas she was born in europe yeah honestly says, that sounds like a terrible movie yeah, she the was diplomat's daughter <laughs> she was born in belgium she had her mother was a dutch baroness and a father baroness uh, a baroness in bohemia but that's just english, a fancy nanny of english and austrian descent and worked in business isn't that what they call <laughs> what do you do <laughs> I'm i in work business. i miss this <laughs> Uh, who, who do we want to talk about? Since we're still in the past, Ingrid Bergman. Oh my Mm. God. See now guys, for me, (laughs) she's on the fucking list. (laughs) She's on the rock. She's on the Rushmore. She's on my phone. She's my, (laughs) that's the picture that's on my phone. Wow. Wow. Um, She's so fucking great. I mean, I went back and looked at a bunch of uh, scenes because I've seen a lot of her movies, but it it was the forties basically. It was her heyday. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, Casablanca, but like the stuff that she did with with Hitchcock was was amazing. And that that was when she ran into Cary Grant. Mm -hmm. And she's got like a really wide 
a swath of her of her career. It's really mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The she had. I guess she was. Uh. I don't know. Somewhat derailed back in the day with a scandal or whatever. Yeah. Like, cause she uh, married. Uh, was it? Uh, she was fooling around with the director. It, it was, of, yeah. Whatever. Rossellini is because yeah, yeah. Isabella Rossellini mm-hmm. is the, is her daughter, but. Uh, but uh, I don't think she was married. He was though. He was, and she messed around and got like effectively blackballed from right from America, which is so crazy to yeah. think about today, you know? Yeah. Um. But uh, everybody's and, fucking their director uh, these days. And, of course they are. Um. The uh the of all the classic actresses on this on this list, I've seen the most movies of Ingrid Bergman. I still haven't seen nearly enough, but. Mm um seven nominations three wins she won for gaslight which is a a tremendous movie i would recommend absolutely Hmm. um she won for anastasia which i've never seen and she's won for the murder on the orient express which was in the 70s which is crazy because she's not in there for for a lot right Uh, and and she may not be and it could be one of those things where they like just wanted to honor her again and all that because most of her nominations come back in the 40s and everything she wasn't even nominated for casablanca that's insane Um, and uh and like she wasn't nominated for the hitchcock movies either notorious Mm -hmm. or spellbound spellbound is great Mm -hmm. by the way um but uh but ingrid bergman um always drew draws me in mm-hmm. always draws me in and i've watched even some some like lesser ingrid bergman just to just to watch her lesser bergman uh yeah exactly <laughs> sounds like a lesser babka that's right Seinfeld. she's Absolutely. like uh innocently seductive mm-hmm. in in a lot of her performances mm-hmm. you know she's yeah like this thing behind her eyes love it yeah um but uh uh I, I would probably I'm probably gonna end up pitching her by the end of mm-hmm. the end of this because I definitely think she deserves to be on there. Okay. Um go into a modern uh actress like uh Nicole Kidman. Hmm. That's a sneaky good pick. Yeah. Cause you think about Nicole Kidman and you think about the Tom Cruise stuff and you think about her most famous roles, but she's got I mean, stuff like the others, the hours, the Mm-hmm. The, the other hours <laughs> the others <laughs> <laughs> but like and of course eyes wide shut uh she's terrific in but like she's got a lot more variety than than you would think of well right? I think she, she's got a lot more clunkers than you think of yeah she does like to die for is really good that's not a like, clunker i'm talking about far and away i'm talking about um, days of thunder <laughs> no she does for sure she started off obviously like well it's funny Dead Calm was like her first real like you know movie American audience saw, mm-hmm. uh, but but then it was like so I think she was sort of you know I don't know she was on her own merit there for a bit, but then when she met Tom Cruise, Days Days of Thunder, and they became that couple, mm-hmm. like everything was tied to Tom Cruise at that point, and it wasn't until To Die For that yeah. she really started to show that she was more than Tom Cruise's wife yeah. and everything a- after a long time anyway. I mean, she's obviously more than that. Um, but uh, but then, yeah, she was, I mean, Moulin Rouge, The Hours. She had she had some pretty good picks there in, the, in that little period of time. But then, I don't know, something happened somewhere in that mid-2000s era that where I think she just, she just likes to do the work now. It's not more, it's not about being in a big hit anymore mm-hmm. um and uh, she does a lot of really small stuff she does lives right here in nashville and a lot of times takes projects that are close close to here she has a tiny husband too yep <laughs> keith urban 
She goes to Predators games. Mm-hmm. I, I did see her in uh, south of town. We ran into her and her husband. And I guess that's her thing because she obviously was with Tom Cruise. But this dude is short. Really? <laughs> and, and she's she, she wasn't even like masking. She was wearing high heels. Her hair was up and everything. She's like She looked like a behemoth. Next you might time. have to cut this part because it might be inappropriate. But on the Emmys when she won for Big Little Oz mm-hmm. and she was like, we shined a light on spousal abuse. We shined a light on spousal abuse. And I was just like, yeah, you did, but kind of taking credit for it in a way that kind of bums me. Right. Like it's like uh, the uh, South Park where the, there's smug yeah. uh, going across oh, yeah. the country. Yeah. And because uh, and so it starts off with a whole bunch of people like uh, driving hybrid cars and everything and going up to people who are not driving hybrid cars and saying, do you know that your that your gas guzzling uh, engine is polluting the environment and blah, 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 blah. You know, a hybrid doesn't do that and all that. And then and they're like, just remember that for next time when you buy your next buy your next car. Thanks. And they just keep doing that, <laughs> that thanks thing. And then they so they like there's this big thing where smug is building and it's like going across the country and everything and it's and it ends up uh uh becoming uh out of control after george clooney's oscar speech <laughs> because he talks about like this we were the first to like talk about racial rights and stuff like that and all that and hollywood's the first ones to do it and blah, blah, blah. and they even show the smug going across like it's like smog yeah, yeah. going across the country and you can hear clooney like echoing through the smog <laughs> but yeah it's exactly what that exactly what that's like you know it's like can't take credit for that whole thing there you know you i mean yeah anyway um, sorry i'm a dick um, um who else uh julianne moore who was also in the you album. know that would be the redhead i would have suggested first before nicole kidman mm-hmm. i don't know why i have to segregate them by their hair color like i can only talk about one or two redheaded actresses but she's had another one of those this is one of the few actresses or actors uh, that has won me over. Mm-hmm. Meaning the first few times I saw her and she started getting attention, I wasn't a very big fan. And she just did so much great work in so many good movies over the years that I've I've come around completely. Oh, yeah. And uh, I don't I don't know what it was, but because, um, you know, Annie McDowell never had that, that come around <laughs> at the end. I, just, I pretty much wasn't a fan of her all the way through. Julianne Moore <laughs> is excellent in everything. Yep. Yeah. Everything. Um it doesn't even matter what kind if it's a small movie or what she's always great in it um and that's she's got that consistency that we look for when we're looking for this type of thing um she's great in boogie nights obviously she's mm-hmm. great in magnolia although that might be the one performance where i think she she her character is supposed to be over the top she mm-hmm. even says it <laughs> Which kind of makes me go, you're just looking for a way to to go over the top, aren't yeah. you? But Paul Thomas Anderson said, you know, she was one take Julianne, basically. Basically just went in there and hammered that that role. Mm, awesome. And uh, But she's always good. She's been nominated five times. She won for Still Alice last year. Oh, Did you I see that? that? Never, I haven't seen mm. it. I've got another one of those that I've got in the collection. Um, but uh, she's nominated for Boogie Nights, The End of the Affair, The Hours, Far From Heaven, and Still Alice, and she won for that. But it's probably her unnominated performances that we remember more yeah um yeah magnolia the big lebowski uh safe children of men yeah uh shortcuts you know talking about naked that's that's one thing that a lot of times people bring up like 
It's so interesting that she did that nude scene bottomless and not topless. <laughs> you know, that was like the, 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 the people always bring that up. Like that's important or something, you know? Um, but, uh, but yeah. And, uh, she's also great. And the kids are all right. The yeah. movie oh, yeah, with yeah. Uh, Annette Benning and yep. everything, who is another one we'll have to end up talking about. But, um, but, uh, yeah, I think that Julianne Moore, even, even as far back as the fugitive where where Tommy Lee Jones talks to her in the hallway or whatever <laughs> like that was I knew that she was something special she's like, been around for a long time how old is she oh she's about 50 or something yeah so something. but it seems like she's just been around like she's not old yeah it seems like she's been around and not forever <laughs> not oh 37 i'm not old uh looking her up real quick uh she is 52 56 oh um, yeah. So she is old. <laughs> She's older than I, See, when I thought. We're going to end up doing like so many microaggressions in this fucking thing. <laughs> um, well, the reason I bring that up is because of the modern actress. I think Julianne Moore's got as good a chance as anybody. But mm-hmm. um, I was thinking about Kate Winslet, mm-hmm. uh, who has an incredibly high uh, OBP or winning percentage yeah. for me. Yeah. But she's only 41. Yeah. Like, that was much younger than I thought she well, was. Well, and it was only a few films before Titanic is where she got started, yep. right? And Titanic is because like, she did that Peter Jackson movie. Heavenly Creatures. Yeah. That's and, uh, you know, that that was nominated and the industry loved it, but the audiences didn't really see that mm-hmm. movie. Uh, and it's weird, by the way. Oh, it's yeah. Like, like, there's early work of Peter Jackson is creepy as fuck. <laughs> And then somehow he made the yeah, Lord of the Rings. Somehow <laughs> they said, "Here, have Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. Have our multi-billion-dollar franchise." <laughs> Don't get it. Um, but yeah, Kate Kate Winslet, seven nominations, one win. I fell in love with her in Sense and Sensibility. Yeah. Um, and then uh, she has been nominated for that Titanic, Iris, Eternal Sunshine, which mm-hmm. is probably her best. Yeah, I would I would say. Think so. Um, Little Children, which she's amazing. Great. In. Uh, she won for the reader, a movie I'm not high on. Oh, you didn't like it? No, I wasn't high on the reader, but uh, she's really good. At she's it. great in it. It's surprising that she's only got one win. Actually, out of out of that that you just you know listed off, mm-hmm. like all of those performances are AA plus. Yeah. I just watched Revolutionary Road for the first time the other day. Mm-hmm. Well, I wish somebody had told me that movie was not going to have a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. it starts, it basically starts with what seems to be a very happy marriage and couple, uh, just slowly everything falls apart. That's kind of her M.O., I think. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, with little children, same thing, right? Yeah. Her uh, her last nomination was for Steve Jobs, which she's really good in that, too. Um, she's got like a, a, a Polish accent in that. Yeah, she? yeah. And apparently it's like pitch perfect, It's too. amazing. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, Michael Fassbender is basically just ruling that movie. But every time she shows up, it's a it's just a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't know. She's great in that movie. And, and it's it's something that's it could be easy to forget that she's in. Yeah. But she's awesome in it. And it's, uh, you know, uh, but um, yeah, Kate Winslet's a great one. Um, but yeah, like I said, Sense and Sensibility was probably my favorite uh before she got famous with Titanic and everything like that. That's the one that um, I've seen Sense and Sensibility a ton. <laughs> and it's one of the few period pieces that I can watch constantly. And by the way, that brings up another director we didn't bring bring up was Ang Lee. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he probably should have at least been discussed mm, on that director. There's also yeah. another actress in Sense and Sensibility that we might need to talk about. Right? Emma Thompson. Yeah. yeah. Who's had a great long career, mm-hmm. uh, both when she was married to Kenneth Branagh for another show and when she wasn't. Mm-hmm. She is crisp. I mean, you can tell like 
like she's such a professional actress. Yeah. Like every time that she's in a in a performance, she's gonna give you you know that you're gonna get like the the high ceiling. You yeah. Know? No, I think you're right. I think I, I, I'm speculating entirely, but the way she comes off on screen is that somebody who's just a pure pro in mm-hmm. the background. Um, she's been nominated four times. She won for Howard's End. Um, that's it yeah she uh got nominated for in the name of the father which daniel mm-hmm. lewis was in uh remains of the day and uh sense and sensibility she also got nominated for writing i believe she won for writing in fact on sense and sensibility wow. really she wasn't nominated for much ado about nothing nope i don't think that didn't get a whole lot of nominations in general no which is the one with denzel it's the one with denzel who's great in that yeah. we didn't even talk about that performance in, in the thing he, he nailed the shakespeare i guess maybe the addition of keanu yeah keanu <laughs> You said, we can't. We around. just can't nominate this with Keanu in it. Sorry, just out of principle, which I agree with. Actually. Sorry, that's Kenny. one of the all-time worst performances I've ever seen. Oh, it's the worst. But like, Kenneth uh, Branagh and and uh, Emma Thompson are fantastic in mm-hmm. that movie. Yeah, and yeah, Emma Thompson's awesome. Uh, and she's, you know, I mean, I don't know. She's not in a lot of movies that you go back and look fondly on. Right now, she's in Stranger Than Fiction. She's great mm, in that. Yeah. Um, Love Actually. She's great in that. Oh yeah. I read on our subreddit today the most amazing thing, uh-huh. and you guys have to check it out. This guy, well, this guy, I can't remember his name, but he has a theory, a fan theory, that the Lego movie is a stealth sequel to Stranger Than Fiction. Ooh. And in Stranger Than Fiction, Will Ferrell's character had to learn who he was and how to love. And the natural progression would be for him to then learn how to be a father. Uh-huh. And mm. in Lego movie, he, he has things. He wants everything a certain way, yeah. and kind of meticulous. And he works for the IRS in Stranger Than Fiction. So maybe his kid would think that's business. He's Lord Business. So <laughs> yeah. uh, and I just business. love that idea. There's God. a couple of great comments. Too. I love it when these, these people come out with these like amazing theories <laughs> yeah. like that, because they're not. They're probably not true, right. but it's but the fact that there's a like even a gleam of possibility that it is <laughs> exactly is is amazing. Um, she's also she also in Primary Colors and uh, oh yeah, basically does a great Hillary Clinton. And she that. does. Um, so yeah, she's great, and she's also in a movie that very few people have seen called The Tall Guy with Jeff Goldblum. I've seen it. And it's got the weirdest sex scene ever made. Yeah, in it um i haven't seen that what's the sex scene uh it's basically just like jeff goldblum and emma thompson start making out and then there's like stuff involving a piano and like <laughs> like like they're they're all, you can see their feet on the piano and then it's just they're just kind of bobbing up and down and it's just like you know it's all sorts of like you know just different weird angles for the sex scene like what are they actually doing yeah. you know? <laughs> um but uh but yeah emma thompson's great yeah all right who's next how about kate blanchett another oh, modern actress who's great yeah mm-hmm. i just watched a uh, talent of mr ripley yesterday mm-hmm. oh yeah and she she gets probably the most thankless role in the whole film definitely she doesn't really have a ton to do except pine <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh man the movie's so good um kate blanchett i think is uh, a modern master I she mean, is she's uh insanely good yeah uh, every time i see her seven nominations two wins wow uh she got nominated for elizabeth which was i think was everybody's first real foray into kate blanchett yep. basically uh she's excellent in that she won for the aviator playing katherine hepburn oh, wow <laughs> <sighs> um that's funny she, she got nominated for notes on a scandal uh, a movie i've seen i don't remember much about i know mm. she and judy dench are in it uh, I'm not there where she plays Bob Dylan. Yep. Yeah. 
She's um, the best part about that movie. She is definitely the, far. the best part. She somehow got nominated for Elizabeth the Golden Age, a movie <laughs> that nobody liked. And uh, then uh, one for Blue Jasmine, yep. which is her, so. all her, her best of all time, probably. And then she got nominated for Carol, which she's also great in. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, that didn't even include Lord of the Rings. Right. And uh, The Gift. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of I like. I love the gift. Yeah, I mean, she's great in everything, even stuff like pushing ten. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah. Like that. Well, I was going to say bandits. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Where <laughs> she shows a comedic side. Um, that movie's surprisingly watchable for as average as it is. Huh. I don't know. There's Wasn't something that about Billy Bob Thornton too and Bruce Willis. Yeah. I think I've oh, heard wait. that from a couple of people. Like bandits is one of those kind of movies. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've seen it a few times. Hmm. But anyway, she's really loopy and goofy in that movie and kind of spacey. Huh. Um, not Kevin Spacey. Right. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I like her range and she's got a great body of work. The nominations, that's surprising to me because, again, she's not, she's not an old woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I, what, she's in her 50s, too, probably, I would oh, guess. I don't think she's that old. Well, uh, Blanchett, um, she is 48. Oh, yeah. Blanchett is kind of like how Streep is at this point mm-hmm. where... If she's in something and she's good, she's probably going to get nominated. Um, and and she's never, I don't think she's ever turned in a performance where I think she's phoning it in. But sometimes mm. you look at Meryl Streep's nominations, you're like, she got nominated for that? Music of the Heart, really? <laughs> you know? It's getting to that point with Kate Blanchett at, at times, although she hasn't been in a lot lately. Carol was the last one mm-hmm. that I remember her being in. But, um, but like, yeah... Uh, if she's in any way decent, she's going to get nominated. She's going to be like that, you know, when yeah. 20 years down the road, she might even have 15 well, nominations. I think you're going to see Jennifer Lawrence and Emma Stone go down the same path, where if we were having this discussion in 20 years, I think they would probably both be in the conversation because mm-hmm. they both are. They both have talent out the butt. They both have great directors they've worked with. They're both ambitious acting-wise, mm-hmm. really likable personalities. So, but, anyway, but they're not in this conversation today. Too soon. Yeah. And I mean, I think of, of the modern actresses, I think she's got, she's out there with maybe Julianne Moore with, mm-hmm. with a, a good enough resume. Yeah. That she could be considered. Absolutely. Um, I've got possibly what I, I just, I just love every performance that she's in. Angela Bassett. Yeah. Um, and she's got a surprising resume too, because she was in What's Love Got to Do With It, of mm-hmm. course. I think she was nominated for that. She was. Um, she was in Malcolm X. Um, she's in uh, Boys in the Hood, Waiting to Exhale, obviously. Um, and then she's in, you know, things like How Still I Got Her Groove Back and like Chirac and stuff like that. But she's great in all of those mm-hmm. things. She turned in this epic performance in Master of None in the mm-hmm. last, yes. last season. That's one in of the, the best the highlights of the whole season. Yeah, man. I, I She's so powerful on screen. I, I wanted was to watching the score the other day, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you guys have gotten around to I yet. I still haven't seen that. But I was thinking, man, I, I never realized this before. It's got... Four of the heavy-hittingest actors of all time. Brando, De Niro, Angela Bassett, and Ed Norton. Yep. Mm-hmm. That is, I mean, that is a hella good cast. Yep. And again, very watchable movie. Nothing really super inventive, but mm-hmm. uh, good stuff. And but even, she's really subdued in that. She's mm-hmm. not really like, or anything. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> like, she's a cat. Where is it? Well, she's in Black Panther. Oh, okay, there you go. Just every time she comes in as some sort of government official or whatever, you're like, God damn, I, I better keep myself straight here man <laughs> because she commands that stuff yeah. like in contact even yep. like uh, where she's in it for only a couple of scenes but but like she's she comes out 
with a rewarding kind of a role by the end of it and everything. You know where I could get a really great dress. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, what love got to do with it is uh, unbelievable. So only nomination, but uh, man, is she incredible in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he, she, and uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just a just one of those like just you don't. That's one you don't just pop in either. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> Eat the cake, Annie Mae. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> gonna take some dark turns there, folks. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but um, but yeah, she's great. She's great in everything. The problem with her is I don't think she they ever tried to make her a star, and they yeah. should, they should have mm-hmm. uh, because she's always excellent in everything that she does. But she's doing a lot of TV because she did. Um, she was in these American Horror Stories. She's in a, a couple of those, I think, and she's great. Um, but you know, I guess it'd be nice to see her in more features. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's let's uh go with angelina jolie i don't think she has a chance but no. uh talk about her for a second what's her grand slam her grand slam is girl interrupted. girl interrupted that's the that's the win mm-hmm. that she has but she's got probably more than you think uh changeling is, i guess changeling she's excellent in um and uh she might be more suited to a movie star mm. type of uh type of uh discussion she's way younger than you think she is too she's 37 <laughs> she's 42 mm-hmm. she's been around forever though um yeah she did uh she did get nominated for changeling as well but uh uh i don't know she's i think she's always good in everything she's in it's just very few that i don't know where she's just outstanding she's gonna get that julianne Moore pushing level yeah pushington <laughs> well and she's got she's got some real stinkers though mm-hmm. hackers two tomb raider movies mm-hmm. oh, that original so sin movie that i yeah. hate with a seething fire <laughs> yep um Salt. so so yeah. uh x versus oh wait um <laughs> well she's she's in that um mcavoy assassin movie oh wanted yeah, wanted, Kirby yeah. And the bullets yeah. so i again meryl streep doesn't have anything like that on her resume yeah that's true that's all i'm saying when meryl streep does populace she does the river wild and which is a really enjoyable julia movie. child's thing yeah which like. is also a really enjoyable yeah, movie. yeah 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 um so i don't i don't I, I agree that you brought her up for good reason and she should be in the discussion, but I don't think she's got a shot. No, I don't think she does either. I just wanted to bring her up because, I mean, she has been nominated twice. She's mm-hmm. won once and uh, she probably has a little bit better of a resume than you think, but she does have a lot of bad ones and that's the problem mm. with her ultimately. Yeah. Um, she might know, be the youngest person we actually throw in the discussion though. Eh? I don't know. I was thinking about possibly putting Natalie Portman in there. She's got a couple um, nominations and wins, right? Portman's got three nominations, um, and she won once for Black Swan. She got nominated for Closer. She won for Black Swan, and uh, she got nominated for Jackie, which I think Jackie is her best performance she's great she's that. ever done. Um, but she was great when she showed up from the yeah. professional, mm-hmm. and, the, and, and even... Uh, v for Vendetta. Yeah, but before that, Beautiful Girls. Beautiful Girls, yeah. Where they even write the character to have an old soul because Natalie Portman herself has such an old soul. Yeah. She was playing so much more mature than she should. And she does a couple of forgettable movies there, like uh, Where the Heart Is. Yeah. Or the, <laughs> yeah you know, the one uh, where she's given a birth in Walmart. Anywhere but here. Anywhere but here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but she's fantastic. She's another one of those that I think in 20 years was probably a slam dunk on this thing. And she's, I don't feel like she ever phones it in. No. I mean, even in uh, a movie, the movie closer, uh, she's up against like heavy hitters. Yeah. Clive Owen and his prime, Julia Roberts, Jude law. 
And yes, she does a lot of crying in that movie, but she plays a very complex character. In it kills me, though, how we hang up on the way people are, you know, in certain movies or whatever. They do a lot of shouting. They yeah. do a lot of, you know, I've never really noticed that until somebody brings it up and you're <laughs> like, oh, yeah, he kind of does do a lot of shouting in his movies. But doesn't everybody <laughs> like anybody who's done a great performance has probably had to shout at yeah. some point. Um, but yeah, she, the, you know, the crying is, is, is it bad crying? Would no, you say it's no, bad? it's great crying. Yeah. I mean, I so, mean, she's put through the emotional fucking ringer. She is the most shit upon character mm-hmm. in that movie. And one of the few, I mean, she's also in heat, but you mm-hmm. only get to see her for a couple of scenes. Right. Um, but, uh, Cause she's, she's Pacino's daughter. She's right? Pacino's daughter. daughter. Yeah. 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 But stepdaughter. And, and like, she's, you know, obviously looking for attention or yeah, yeah. whatever. And she, and there, the, the movie detours to look at, look at her character a couple of times, but she's not in so many people in it and she's one of them right, you yeah know? She's you, one for, you gotta forget you there's gotta, people yeah and she's one exactly <laughs> exactly um i wanted to bring up an actress that i came across that i don't think i i heard the name mm-hmm. and i am sorely deficient on it but she's been nominated eight times and she's won once and her name is geraldine page oh wow. okay how far back do you go for that I don't know how far back she goes, actually. Because um, I don't know that I even feel like that's a familiar name to me. Mm-mm. So yeah. I'm thinking it has to be like the 30s or the 40s. She was no, <laughs> it was she's, like last year. She was born. <laughs> she was born in 1924. Her movies, uh, yeah, she starts in the 50s. And uh, Hondo is the only movie that I can say that I've probably seen that she's in, and she got nominated for that. But then let, I look through this list. This is how this is the movie she's been nominated for. I don't think I've heard of a single one of them. Oh wow! Uh, Summer and Smoke, Sweet Bird of Youth. You're a bird. You're a big boy now. You're a bird, <laughs> bird boy now. Pete and Tilly. Oh, she interiors. I did see interiors. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. Woody Allen's Woody drama Allen? movie. The Pope of Greenwich Village, which I have seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, no, I haven't seen it. I've heard of it. And then she won for the trip to Bountiful. Anyway. I've seen that. Have you seen that? Well, because I did that play in college, and so part of my homework was to watch. I think there's two movie versions of it. Oh, yeah? What year is the trip to Bountiful? Uh, it's it's probably the 80s. Because, okay, then that's the one I watched. Because uh, it's right after Pope of Greenwich Village that she got nominated. Um, She's great in it. 85. Um, I think it's John Hurd that's in that with her. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I wanted to bring her up mm-hmm. just to bring her up, but I don't. I can't say anything about her. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she has a lovely name. Yeah. I mean, it's like the older actors that we didn't really know much about. I mean, you know, things like John Wayne. We did, we hadn't seen a lot of John Wayne movies, mm-hmm. you know, but that's just the way it is. What are you going to do? Yeah. Um, if we're going back a ways, mm-hmm. what do we think? I would compare this woman to her generation's Angelina Jolie, Elizabeth Taylor. Oh, yeah. Um, Interesting. I love Elizabeth Taylor. I think she doesn't get enough credit. I think she doesn't. She was terrific in Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Cleopatra. Yeah. Um, it is long as fuck. <laughs> yeah. But it's really, really enjoyable. So, I mean, just based on those alone, I think she's been nominated a couple other times, Five, right? five times total. Nice. Um, she's won twice. And oh. I think the for our generation, we knew Elizabeth Taylor as that chick that got married seven times, yeah. basically. Yep. That's what was going, that was all she was known for in the 80s, was like getting married and divorced and all that. And she, 
who knows that might have happened before the 80s too but i don't i mean that's all we ever heard about her yeah. but when you go and look at stuff like who's afraid of virginia wolf no oh, yeah and uh you look at um yeah cat on hot tin roof and everything you realize what a great actor she was yeah i mean her and paul newman up against each other for the the majority of that movie i think mm-hmm. um is is really really impressive and she i mean we were talking about his performance paul newman's performance last week and she holds up every bit as good as, as he does mm-hmm. yeah uh she's also in a uh, giant and she's in a oh, place yeah. in the sun um and uh and yeah she it's funny she plays real sweet roles back then and then she goes into these like really dark and yeah. like who, she's terrifying and who's afraid of virginia yeah, yeah. she's a uh you know she's just just i don't know she cuts to the bone in that mm-hmm. um but yeah i agree i think she's underrated at this point in, in time we don't hear much about her and she was great i think in this environment if she were you know acting in in the current day i think she would be probably overshadowed by all the the tabloid stuff mm-hmm. um but i think people would recognize how talented she is yeah um from an acting perspective yeah absolutely um uh circle back around to annette benning mm-hmm. another one who's who's generally excellent every time out yep um four nominations no wins for Fuck. annette benning Bummer. uh lost twice to hillary swank son of a bitch mm-hmm. <laughs> to the next karate kid she's lost two oscars well hillary swank was pretty good in the no she, she no she was him. fantastic in boys don't cry and million dollar baby but annette benning has lost to her twice um four nominations the grifters mm, very good yep american, i love that movie by the way yeah yeah no it's a great movie um uh, american beauty uh mm-hmm. being julia and the kids are all right and it's an you know yep. an acting tour de force throughout that whole movie her mark ruffalo julianne moore all of them are really good um doesn't include bugsy or the american president but she's also in a lot of movies that you probably haven't seen that's the thing about her yeah she generally does go more towards the art of the of the of the acting and everything more than going for the big blockbuster mm-hmm. and everything uh, when she does go for the big blockbuster, a lot of times it's not very good. Like she was in that the women movie that wasn't. Oh that yeah, had or it. the didn't she in the siege with Bruce Willis? She is in yeah, the siege. That's a forgettable yeah. movie. Um, and uh, you know she pops up in those every once in a while, but they're usually not very good. But uh, out of that group, I don't know which one would be my favorite. Uh, the the of the nominations, I don't know if I which one's my favorite american beauty probably Probably yeah i mean american beauty because i i brought up that scene of course when she's getting ready for the open house and everything she freaks out and uh starts slapping herself and everything uh what's funny is when i watched that the other day like she has another freak out scene when when she's driving back in the rain Mm -hmm. um when uh she's trying to psych herself up i guess to kill kevin spacey if he weren't already dead Mm -hmm. is that the impression that you get because she reaches for the gun but like she has this other like psych up moment, mm-hmm. which is every bit as powerful as that other one. I mean, yeah, yeah, she's great in that movie. Oh yeah, she's fantastic. But uh, you know, the only thing maybe against Benning is just the fact that she has so few overall like roles that we know. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that she's probably like if we went back and looked at a whole bunch of these smaller movies that she, she's in, we probably you know elevate her a little bit more but i haven't seen nearly as many as i probably should mm-hmm. speaking of the grifters what do you think about angelica houston oh yeah that's one i didn't even consider before we went in, into this whole thing she was a little bit before our time like i feel like her popularity because she was married to jack nicholson right 
either she was married or they at least dated yeah that's yeah. the reason why in chinatown when uh it's uh, john houston he plays noah cross mm. there's the scene where uh he goes are you sleeping with my daughter Mm-hmm. And you know, oh, Angelica oh, Houston. And at the, uh, yeah, yeah. At the time, Jack Nicholson was sleeping with Angelica Houston. That's funny, but it, it's in the movie. Yeah. It's Faye Dunaway, which is another one we're gonna have to talk about. Um, we're gonna run out of time. We are. Uh, yeah, Angelica Houston. I mean, the Adams Family. Yeah, um, that's my best. Wasn't she nominated a few times though? She's been nominated three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, she uh, she won for Pritzi's Honor. Oh, okay, she did with Jack Nicholson. Uh, she got nominated for Enemies: A Love Story and then The Grifters. Okay, um, but she's yeah, so good in that. It, it's just one of those that I'm. I, you know, I, the Royal Tannenbaum, she's really good. Oh in, yeah, yeah. And she's good in the Wes Anderson movies. Mm-hmm. I think she's in Life Aquatic as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. but uh, I don't know enough about Angelica Houston really. Um, Jodie Foster. Oh yeah, uh, another one that was you know pretty awesome and pretty lauded from like childhood mm-hmm. on. Um. Yeah, she's got to be considered, I think, especially of all the the modern women. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, got a little bit of a recency bias problem with that whole Elysium thing because that accent was so <laughs> well, fucked that's up. The thing. She like her latter day stuff. I mean, she's she's either really I don't I don't know. I want to say that she's choosy about a lot of stuff, but she's not really. She's working, um, but it's never like really high profile type the last of stuff. thing that she was really great in because i thought she was really really good in panic room and of course she was she was terrific in inside man mm-hmm. um and then working backwards i mean that, that just alone that's like 2006 is inside man right? actually you know what her last movie was elysium hmm. so she 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 i mean I, she's got 78 credits but i think most of that was in the 70s and 80s I, and you stuff. would think so yeah um so yeah she actually doesn't work as much as she used to but she used to to come out with a movie almost every year um she's been nominated four times um she got nominated for taxi driver she won for the accused Mm -hmm. she won for silence of the lambs and then she got nominated for nell where she's really good in that too even though the movie's not tay in the wind tay in the wind Um, man i just from what you just rattled off because i had forgotten i've forgotten about fucking silence of the lambs like mm-hmm. when you think about jodie foster i think about taxi driver i think about the accused and i think about contact and mm-hmm. then the later day stuff the inside man and uh panic room and yeah I mean, she's had a huge impact and, mm-hmm. and all of those roles are very very different Nell, obviously yeah um all of those roles are incredibly different so mm-hmm. i think she's got a really really good case of being up there she does i it's it's man it's strange because not not a lot of nominations but another one that she's just so so excellent mm-hmm. that you may have to it's you get, sort of have to do that daniel day lewis type of thing where day lewis wasn't in a lot of stuff yeah. but she's i mean always really good in everything she's in but now i don't know if i don't know if i it's funny because Julianne Moore doesn't do nearly as good a Cleary Starling as right. as she does. But do we know why she didn't come back for Hannibal? No, I, I don't. I think she was. I think she wanted to start directing. I think that's still her focus mm-hmm. uh, more more than the acting. Um, but I don't know if that's it or not. Hmm. It may have just been money. It is a little bit weird that Hannibal's the same 
It is, yeah, and I agree. Julianne Moore, Julianne Moore's fine in that movie, but she's a lot more damsel in distress. She's totally uh, than, damsel in distress than Clarice Starling was, who would who would just fucking go to it. Mm. You know what? That's a fucking amazing performance. It is Clarice Starling in Silence of the Lambs mm-hmm. because she has to. This is a singular performance from Anthony Hopkins. This is mm. what he is known for. Yeah, and he is so intimidating. I don't know what they did to break the tension on set, or whether they just kept it going mm. the whole time. But that the, both scenes with him in the cell staring right at her soul, yeah, mm-hmm. and she is acting the fuck right back to him. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's that's great. a great performance. Yeah, it is. It is. No, uh, no lie. Definitely, we'll have to consider her at the end. Even though I think that over the last so fifteen years or so, there's not very many performances where you, we can look at. I mean, yeah, Panic Room is is solid. Mm-hmm. And even stuff like Flight Plan is solid. I mean, mm-hmm. the movie itself, you know, what you can take or leave it. But she's always really good. The Brave One is another one. Is that the Death Wish one? Yeah. Okay. The Brave One's another one where she's <laughs> she's really good. The movie. <laughs> By the way, uh, we, Chris and I went to see It uh, in the same theater. And uh, at the time, we were the only people in the theater, which was crazy. Uh, and then we, we saw this trailer for this Bruce Willis movie where he's like, he gets pissed off. And he wants to take the law into his own hands and everything. And goes around and starts killing people. And I was, I, we were talking. I was like, man, is this like, uh, you know, the new Death Wish? Or like, you know, it's basically just Death Wish all over again. It's fucking Death Wish. Yeah, it it's is. a remake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea it's either. Like, I was just Because they keep shock. doing this, you know, with, uh, it was Jodie Foster that did it. And then there was, there was somebody else that had a Death Wish type of thing fairly yeah. recently kevin bacon did one i thought oh well death sentence death might sentence, be yeah, might be yeah. what you're talking about and then yeah so they just said fuck it we're just gonna redo the actual thing our bodies come in different shapes and sizes so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too that's the beauty of noom they build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions medical issues and other personal needs so your plan works for you Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Um, okay. We, we probably should just start rattling through a few here. Yeah. Uh, Batty Davis, 11 nominations, two wins. Another person I am deficient on, unfortunately. Not these um, are older movies, man. Uh, yeah, but I, a lot of the like Cary Grant and Jimmy Stewart, I've seen a million of. Mm-hmm. Is it because I don't like women? <laughs> I think so. I think that's what it, <laughs> it is. Be. Um, Betty Davis, uh, what one for movies I've never heard of, Dangerous and Jezebel. Hmm. Um, then uh, sh- the ones that I know her for, like All About Eve and What Happened to Baby Jane. I don't really know much other movies that she, you know, I don't really know them. Um, but it's someone you have to talk about in this whole thing. I just mm-hmm. don't think in this room, yeah, we know enough about Betty Davis. And this might, like I said, I feel like when we're going through these classic actresses, I'm like, God damn, we're just, we're just giving them short shrift, yeah, aren't yeah. we? Um, 
Jane Fonda is another one. Mm-hmm. Seven nominations, two wins. By the way, that is the second short shrift usage. I'm going to put a cap on short shrifting. Short the shrifting the episode. All right, we can go back to gravitas though because <laughs> shit, I just used one. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, seven nominations, two wins. She won for Clute and she won for Coming Home. Uh, a lot of the movies that uh, are, she's nominated for, I haven't seen. She Even- was really good in Monster in Law. <laughs> Monster in Law. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, that was yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Um, like the last performance I saw her in that I respected the work was in uh, Newsroom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but the, another one that uh, we're unfortunately not going to have much to say about. Um, then there's Amy Adams. Wow. Well, I would say give it another five years i would to get the stink of batman versus superman off of her no she even she's okay and even in those movies it's just i just think she her career has not lasted long enough she's certainly great in everything that i've ever seen her in well and i haven't seen her truly transform yet either um mm-hmm. like she has i mean when she's good she's great but she's i don't know i don't know if i've ever seen her play like drastically different characters the master might be closest to that because she's so 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 mean in that and everything uh it's strange like yeah she got see she got five nominations she uh she got nominated for june bug which is which is good it's a good Mm -hmm. movie uh doubt of course uh the fighter the master and american hustle are her nominations she's also in catch me if you can enchanted arrival nocturnal animals is another one Mm -hmm. that's a different a different role and different movie for her uh she's also in her right. the muppets charlie wilson's war uh talladega nights she's funny yeah that. yeah that was um, one of her first ones right yeah, that and catch of, me if you can yeah catch me if you can we're uh, right around there see that's my that's all i'm thinking is that catch me if you can still feels so recent mm-hmm. that it's gonna i think it'd be hard for me to vote for her to be up there over some people who've had a longer body of work but she's definitely on the track to be you know another meryl streep type yep uh like i said we're just rattling now judy dench seven nominations one win mm. good lord one for shakespeare in love uh nomin- bullshit yeah exactly she was in it for like two that seconds is such a bullshit win man i yep. mean that, it's not even that she's in there for two seconds she's perfectly fine but there's nothing outstanding about mm. that role besides that she's just like she carries herself well it's yep. like nominating uh sean connery for showing up at the end of prince of thieves yes <laughs> um she's nominated for a lot of stuff like mrs brown and shakala and iris and mrs henderson presents and notes on a scandal she was nominated for shakala yeah i mean fuck yeah it was a time there judy dench was like your meryl streep yeah like it was everything she was in you'd have to nominate her for it's all i think it's because she got dame in front of her name they're, yeah. they're intimidated by the British royalty <laughs> serving and daming. Well, she is a dame. <laughs> um, same goes for Maggie Smith. Six nominations, two wins. Wow. Uh, and she's won for movies I've never seen. The Prime of Miss Jean Brody and California Sweet are the ones that she's won for. She got last nominated for Gosford Park. She may be best known for Harry Potter these mm-hmm. days. Um, another, you know, another great British actor. We don't know probably enough about to say she's gonna deserve to be on Rushmore or whatever. Vanessa Redgrave, who is somebody I always hear about. Yeah, uh, another one where all of her best work don't really know it. Six nominations, two wins. Uh, she no six nominations, one win. She won for a movie called Julia. 
Her last one, last nomination was Howard's End. Um, and I don't, I haven't seen nearly enough Vanessa Redgrave to really say. I mean, yeah. I saw her in Blow Up that. Uh, She's in uh, Mission Impossible, right? Yep. Yeah, yep. that's she where I think little, I know her best. Basically, probably. a cameo in, yeah. in uh, Mission Impossible. <laughs> she was nominated. Yeah, she should have <laughs> probably should have been nominated. Um, everybody was on the Helen Mirren bag bandwagon after the Queen, uh, and so now she's in everything. Like she picked some shitty movies now. Red, Red Two. Oh my God, Fate of the Furious. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. She's in uh, National Treasure Two. Oh yeah. Um, oh God, fuck that movie. She got nominated four times. She has one win. She got nominated for The Madness of King. George, Gosford Park, the Queen she won, and then the mm. last day. I think there are more British actors in Gosford Park than there are in the Harry Potter series. Yeah, I think yeah, you're probably right. Probably so, and Ryan Phillippe. I think you're right. <laughs> is he uh, in Gosford Park? I think he's in Gosford Park. Isn't he in Gosford Park? A weird yeah, he movie. is. Yeah. It's a weird, like... It's a he, bunch of British well, people he, I, Ryan he, Well, he plays an American <laughs> yeah. coming over or something like that. Um, Faye Dunaway, three nominations, one win, and but she has a real tight like connect like 70s period of work yeah and, that's and then about she dropped it. off um she she nominated for bonnie and clyde chinatown and she won for network um uh-huh. but then after that i mean really people may know her best for mommy dearest yeah but that's a that's a pretty intense oh period there's there. some really good ones there oh, man. chinatown was on the other day that's amazing. i was sitting there watching it just transfixed yep. i had other stuff to do but I couldn't so turn, turn myself away from She kind of cameos a little bit in uh, the Thomas Crown Affair remake. Oh, she's yeah. in the original, and she oh. plays Thomas Crown's therapist in the remake with Pierce Brosnan. She's cool. also in Three Days of the Condor. Um, wow. Then there is... That sounded like Owen Wilson right there. Wow. Wow. Yeah, wow. <laughs> wow. Um, then there's Marilyn Monroe, who's probably more for movie star discussion and I everything. Agree. But she... Yeah. Ca- that a movie of hers came on i think it's called let's make love it was what it's called mm-hmm. subtle yeah exactly <laughs> back in 1960 uh and and ah, god damn i love some marilyn yep. monroe she's great um i was i always wonder though like obviously you first are you know just like oh marilyn monroe's eye candy and mm-hmm. then you try to figure out is she good in these things in that movie she was good mm. she was like real like really like playing up she's like a musical you know she's like dancing around and all this other type of stuff but uh she was really good in that she had such a weird delivery like in seven year yeah. itch like in seven year itch in particular she was so like stream of consciousness it was like if you took uh, Audrey Hepburn and put her in that role, there would be like something grounded. Mm-hmm. But Marilyn Monroe in that role just went yeah. like a like a deflated balloon, you know. And uh, and in some like it hot, she got the reputation for being super difficult, like a- asking for extra uh, retakes of a lot of like <laughs> you know you know just I guess random scenes and everything yeah. like that. She got that reputation. Of course, she uh, um, was dealing with a lot of demons there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I thought I should bring her up. Um, Vivian Leigh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Vivian Leigh, unfortunately, of all the, of all the people here, really did have. We know for sure she had uh, she had bipolar disorder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because she she really fell apart towards the the end of her career. I think she had tuberculosis too. Oh yeah. Which ended up ending her life. But like she she got that reputation for being difficult to work with mm-hmm. when in reality apparently it was it was a lot of her bipolar disorder mm-hmm. manifesting itself uh but she was in some classics man obviously gone with the wind yeah well the thing is is uh, there's two movies i knew her for and those are the two she got nominated and won oscars for and the other ones i wasn't really strong on 
And if she's in some other like big time classics, I didn't run across it mm-hmm. on my on my uh, my first look. But um, she was also married to Lawrence Olivier. Yeah. Uh, but uh, two nominations, two wins. Gone with the Wind and Streetcar Named Desire. Amazing. A lot of times people forget she's in that with mm-hmm. Marlon Brando going around uh, just owning it. Yeah. But she's great in that. Now um, she was uh, she's Blanche Dubois, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yep. uh, she's got a really difficult job. Like that's that's what. I can't ever talk about this movie without thinking about that Simpsons oh, episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stanley Stafford, I'll tell Stella. Yeah. New uh, Orleans. I've never even seen the movie all the way through the original, but I've seen that Simpsons episode like 90 times. Um, yeah, she's a troubled individual in that movie. Yeah. Um, Julie Andrews is mm-hmm. another one that I came mm-hmm. across. Three nominations, one win. Uh, iconic Mary Poppins role. She won, she won the Oscar for that. Obviously iconic The Sound of Music. And she's also in Victor and Victoria. But then after that, I couldn't really recognize very many movies I'd seen her in, except for like Princess Diaries and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, of course, she was the voice of the the Queen and Shrek, the Shrek sequel. Oh, yeah. She's also not dead, and as I recently also, learned. Also not dead. Um, <laughs> I'm not quite dead. <laughs> uh, Only mostly. Julie Christie's a, a, a legend to a mm-hmm. lot of people. She's nominated four times, uh, one for Darling, and then she's nominated for McCabe and Mrs. Miller, Afterglow and Away From Her. I've seen those last two, Afterglow and Away From Her. She's really good and Away From Her. Um, but I don't know enough about Julie Christie mm-hmm. as well. Uh, Julia Roberts, another movie star discussion, yep, probably. probably. Four nominations, one win, though, as far as acting is concerned. But she won for Aaron Brockovich, didn't she? She did. What a shame. Uh, she, got, mean, she, was, she was great in that. She's not terrible. It's just, uh, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not high on that movie. Yeah. It's, it's hard for, I mean, any legal drama, a civil action, <laughs> anything about... You know, a class action lawsuit against an evil corporation is going to be a hard. Not, not to mention that the the whole like happy ending and everything is kind of bullshit yeah. because none of those people got the money. Right. <laughs> and when I don't want to laugh at people's misery, but <laughs> but we're going we're to going anyway. to laugh at their misery. No, I'm just laughing at the just way Hollywood is where, you know, it's uh, we got to have this feel good story. We can't can't really tell them that you know that, uh, the, the law firm really took all the money in the end but uh you know but that's how most class action suits end up going right? yeah they get they get you know thousands of claimants or what have you they're all going to get two bucks mm-hmm. but the law firm takes their fee off first off the big chunk yep mm-hmm. that's why i don't ever join class action suits mm. that's yeah. it for me What's in it for me? I've done everything you asked this whole time, and I never once said, what's in it for me? (laughs) What are you saying? I'm saying, what's in it for me? A little bit of Field of Dreams for you there. Nice. Um, Susan Sarandon. Five nominations, one win. Uh, Atlantic City, uh, Thelma and Louise, Lorenzo's Oil, The Client, and uh, Dead Man Walking is the mm-hmm. one that she won for. Yeah, she's great in that, too. Yeah, she's absolutely fantastic in that. Uh, I, my favorite uh, role of hers is in Bull Durham. Yeah. Uh, she that That is just a down-to-earth, that is a down-to-earth, just great flesh-and-blood woman right yep. there, man. And, uh, and Susan Sarandon plays that perfectly um so uh yeah susan sarandon is is definitely worth mentioning uh i don't know she's she's one of those right now that's like in everything i wouldn't be surprised if she has like 150 credits on yeah, yeah she's getting a little liberal with the choices is there anybody else that we haven't said i got one name on my mind that i don't know is, is worth talking about too much diane keaton yep it's on the list here uh four yeah. nominations one win yeah and what's the one win for annie hall Ah. Oh. 
iconic role. Oh, it yeah. Is. And she's pretty good in the Godfather movie. Yes, she is. She uh, is, although she's sort of swept aside. Yeah. Uh, let the men do the talking. Yeah, but in Godfather Part 2, she's got No, she that. does got an expanded role in Godfather 2. And I mean, it was an abortion, Michael. Yeah. It was an abortion. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that scene is electric. I know. It, is. I it know. sure is. Um, I love Diane Keaton to pieces. I don't know if there's very many movies, though, that she's in that no. I like her in anymore because she's in a lot of these like something's got to give mm -hmm. and uh, the family stone and she's naked in one of those movies something's got to give i believe mm -hmm. is the movie. at least shadow naked yeah it was it was shadow naked um <laughs> but uh yeah um i don't know if she's been in enough really but she's worth mentioning because she does have that iconic Annie Hall role, and she's great in most everything. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I feel terrible because I think I've mentioned nudity like three times already today, and I'm going to transition <laughs> from nudity to nudity and talk about Kathy Bates for just a second. Uh -huh, yeah. uh, also surprisingly naked late in her career in a movie right. about Schmidt. Um, she's had several iconic roles, too. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not sure she got started young enough to have the full body of work of some of these other people because I think Misery is where she first kind of really hit the scene. That's where we... Uh, first really saw her, I think. But you know, she's. it's almost like you were talking about earlier. She's a professional. Mm -hmm. Like, she's going to... You hire her, you're going to get good work. Like, mm -hmm. even in Primary Colors, mm -hmm. she's fantastic in that movie. I love her in Primary Colors. Um, and, you know, I just want... She's wanna, really want, good in Titanic, too. Yeah, yeah. she is. She's probably mm -hmm. the best Unsinkable performance Molly in that Brown. movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so I just thought I'd throw her out, too. I don't know if she's got a chance. She Yeah, she got nominated three times. One for Misery. She's great in Misery. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, Creepy as hell. Oh, yeah. Um, another one is Sigourney Weaver. Oh, yeah, I think... Uh, I mean, that. I think she would qualify, certainly, for the... Uh, the movie star one, but I think she's a sneaky candidate for for actressing too. You know? Yeah, although how many? There's not very many Sigourney Weaver performances that just you know. There's she, she's not in very many like great movies, so we haven't seen a lot of great Sigourney Weaver. Like obviously, Alien, Aliens, mm. Ghostbusters. We we know those by heart. Then you have to kind of think a little bit and go, oh yeah, she was in Working Girl. Mm -hmm. She was in Gorillas in the Mist. Those were their nominations. Aliens, Gorillas in the Mist, and Working Girl. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, man, she, yeah, she's been in, she's, she is in a lot of, like, really good movies, though. I mean, but she's in a lot of bad ones, too. But she's in The Cabin in the Woods. Mm -hmm. uh, Monster Calls, which I uh, took Aaron's um, suggestion to watch that movie, and uh, Aaron Dicer's. Yeah, was it good? Yeah, it's very good. Awesome. Obviously, she's in Galaxy Quest. Yeah. And uh, and in the Ice Storm, she's, oh, she's yeah. incredible in that. Yeah. And again, bringing up Ang Lee again. We should have brought she's up. even <laughs> great in stuff like Dave. Yeah, Dave. Uh, as the president's wife. Yep. Like, I think she's a sneaky dark horse here. Mm -hmm. um, both because she's been great in a lot of different roles, comedy all the way to drama to action. Um, she's got iconic status, which may push her more towards this, you know, the movie star conversation, if you will. Um, still working today. Probably mm -hmm. going to be in all these Avatar sequels that just started shooting. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, that I was looked at uh, looked at her IMDb last night, and that's what it pretty much shows is yeah. her next productions or Avatars two through five or whatever. Awesome. Fuck. But when they did the first run of Planet Earth. And the British folk got David Attenborough. We got Sigourney Weaver here mm -hmm. in the States. And in Finding Dory, yeah. mm -hmm. she's the yeah. voice of the aquarium <laughs> place. Like, I, I think Hollywood and movie fans have, have come to give her the same kind of iconic respect that we do somebody like Meryl Streep or something. I think she classes up a project when you yeah. cast, cast her. Yeah. 
Even when she's in something like Chappie, you're like, oh, I like, I like, <laughs> I like me some Sigourney Weaver, man. I forgot she was in Chappie. <laughs> yeah. All I remember about Chappie is D-Antwerd. That's all I, that's all yep. I remember. Yep. Um, there's only, there's only a few more names I want to name, and then I think we can go and start putting these on. That itself is going to take forever, too. Yeah. Viola Davis, mm-hmm. three yeah. nominations, one win. She obviously got nominated for Doubt as well. Uh, if the, you were in Doubt, you got nominated. In fact, yes. And uh, she was uh, nominated for The Help, and she won for her absolutely amazing performance in Fences. Yeah. Actually, I think uh, somebody, I think De Niro got nominated for Doubt, and he was not even in the yeah, movie. Yeah, she's not even in the movie. <laughs> yeah. You just got, like, a contact Oscar nomination. <laughs> um... Oh, uh, that scene in doubt though. But the yeah. the one that she got nominated for is a Hall of Fame yeah. acting mm-hmm. performance. And yep. it's 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 written very well so that you don't exactly see what's coming in her reaction to what, you know, Meryl Streep's telling her, but she plays it uh, she could there's just depth of pain in mm. her eyes. And uh anyway, yeah, that that's where she really kind of shined for me. I'm I'm glad she won for that, even if the screen time was small. Mm-hmm. Um but she's in the help. Um, right? Yep. Yep. A movie my wife watches every single time it's on. <laughs> every single time. <laughs> she loves her. Now, she's great. Now, she didn't win for Doubt. She got nominated. Oh, I'm sorry. I yeah, she won. won for Fences. Oh, okay. And, uh, and in Fences, I, I I was ready to give her the Oscar right then and there in yeah. the theater. <laughs> That's how good she was. Reached uh, through the screen. After I, after, I, after I got done with the movie, I was like, who the fuck's going to beat that? <laughs> nobody. Nobody can beat that. Um... The other ones are, are, and these are, again, more movie stars, but Joan Crawford, who's somebody I don't know enough about, but three nominations, one win. Uh, Joan Crawford's another one. And then Lauren Bacall, Mm -hmm. of all the movie stars that I looked at, I was shocked to learn that she's only been nominated one time in her life, and it was The Mirror Has Two Faces. Oh, interesting. The Barbara Streisand Uh uh, movie. Um, And uh, I... forgot who she lost to in that but everybody thought that she might win because it was you know it was her only nomination out of all you know big long career and everything and she was also in murder in the orient express murder on the orient express <laughs> uh but uh the ones that i've seen her in uh well actually maybe the only one i've seen her in after that is the big sleep mm-hmm. it's another humphrey bogart oh yeah um but uh i guess because you mentioned her i mean Barbara Streisand should probably be mentioned here. We uh, mentioned her earlier. Yeah. We brushed I mean, her aside. But between, okay, so Funny Girl, uh, she co-won with that. Um, she was in, uh, what was it, Prince of Tides? Mm-hmm. Um, she's done, uh, she's in The Star Is Born. Like, she's done iconic stuff. She's got an EGOT, um, and I think even more stuff than that. Like, she's EGOT. Like, to, uh, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. She's got all of those? Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, uh, let's see. Barbara Streisand uh, nominated twice as an actress. Uh, She won for Funny Girl. That was the Catherine Hepburn tie. And she was nominated for The Way We Were. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she, her other Oscar nominations are for other things. Her original song in uh, Star is Born, mm-hmm. the song Evergreen. Um, she was nominated for best picture, like as a producer for the Prince of Tides. I believe there was a lot of uh, hubbub about her not getting a director nomination right. back then. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and in 1997, the original song for, I finally found someone the mirror has two faces. Uh, so she has a varied, like Oscar nomination resume, yeah. but only two for actress. Uh, but yeah, she, I mean, she's a top star yeah, for yeah. a really long time there in the seventies and mm-hmm. everything. 
Um, Papa, can you hear me? <laughs> Dr. Right. Yentel for your ass. Stop that right now. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Uh, so you're all men in here, right? Yeah. The three of us are, for We're sure. We're all men, unless you've been lying to me all these years. <laughs> um but uh yeah i have a hard time shopping for clothes mm -hmm. i have yeah. a really really hard time going out and getting what i want a lot of times yeah uh but there is a service there uh, is it is called bombfell yeah. that uh, you can you can go online you can give them your measurements you can say this is what i want and then they send you the clothes you don't even have to go to the store for so that it's stuff. like a stylist Right. That's right. There are they they pair you up with a stylist who you you just tell them the specifications. Here's my size. This is what I kind of want. I want a short sleeve. I want a long sleeve. I want some pants. Blah 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 mm -hmm. blah. Got to have pants. That's right. Got to have <laughs> pants. Otherwise, you're gonna have to wait for another shipment. Yeah, seriously. Because <laughs> or you're gonna walk you, around you pantsless because you definitely don't have pants here. <laughs> I love that. I assume that the people are starting out with zero clothes on pants. Yes, they don't have right. anything to wear if they don't get pants and a shirt. You're when I heard about Bombfell, I cleared out my entire closet. <laughs> oh, that was smart. Starting I cleared. It's like you know what? Fuck these clothes. <laughs> and, and I said, you're gonna be the ones that dress me from now on. And then yeah, if you if you forget the pants, then you know <laughs> <laughs> you're out of luck yeah man. you're fucked now, i have a hard time shopping for clothes because i'm an idiot mm -hmm. and so like I, I really have no concept of my own body mm -hmm. and Same so here. over the last couple of years I've, I've lost a little bit of weight and i had to go from like a 34 waist down to a 33 waist mm -hmm. and here i am like six months after i did that and four pairs of jeans are basically falling off me everywhere i go and i'm looking at these jeans you got right here yeah because i'm gonna have to go out here these Later are, today and get some more jeans. These are easily the comfiest jeans I've ever worn. Well, that's bar awesome. Bar none. Bar none. They nice. also look cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'm in the market for some jeans. Yeah, so man. You never know. Bombfell.com, baby. But yeah, your your uh, your stylist will will pick the clothes out for you, and then they send you an email basically saying, "Here's here's what you're getting. Mm -hmm. Do you want this or not?" And you know. You, you say, well, you're the one in charge. You, but you know what? No, you're actually the one in charge right. because you're the one that can actually say, no, I actually don't like those. Well, you could, could be like, me? Paisley, yeah. I don't want any of that shit. <laughs> 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 but uh, once they email you, you can have 48 hours to change it if you want to. Otherwise, you can get the clothes that they picked up for you. Um, but uh, yeah, it's pretty simple. And it's you can simple. return whatever you don't like, you right? You can. And and in fact, uh, because I'm I'm an idiot, <laughs> I probably I got the wrong specification for my long long sleeve shirt because uh -huh. i you know i'm just it's because i'm an idiot but you know what it's easy they send the bag for, they send a bag with the, the uh order mm -hmm. just put it in there and you put it in the fedex and fedex sends it out and nice it's good it's nice. all good it's pretty easy and no fees no fees whatsoever yeah no fees that's a good thing you, you mean they don't have like a restocking fee or an undercoating fee <laughs> no they don't you know what you would if it if this worked like a cell phone company for sure it yeah. would be something like a dressing fee and it would be like you know like uh uh, belt tax or something like that um it would be something like that but uh but yeah you can receive clothes for what uh, every month two months every three months whenever you want so you could do it by seasons yeah right yeah you get, a, get a new batch a new outfit or two every season mm -hmm. that, you know, long sleeve for the fall and in the spring you go paisley in the summer mm -hmm. in spring you get the paisley <laughs> yeah. the hawaiian shirts 
Absolutely. <laughs> um, so what is it again? Bombfell.com slash syncast. That's right. right. That's right. And there's no, you don't have to type in any kind of special code. You just go to that link and sign up. That's it. And you're good to go. And uh, your personal stylist will be in touch. And yeah. you get $25 off your first order. That's right. That's I mean, that's a, that's a heck of a deal right there. Yeah. It's not a small amount of money. All right. Mm-hmm. And uh, you only pay for the clothes that you keep. Nice. That's you great. Sell. Yeah. So. That's really good stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a it's a very simple service. Yep, and uh, and uh, you know you, they don't make money if you don't keep the clothes. So yeah, bombfell.com. It's b o m b f e l l slash syncast. Twenty five dollars off your first order. Are we ready to uh, get these well, heads on? Um, I just wanted to throw out the names that probably won't contend. Go for it, Jessica Lang. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and Glenn Close. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they both have had pretty respected careers and a good handful of nominations each i would guess there was a time where glenn close and meryl streep were essentially tied there i was mean not tied for nominations but like tied esteemed. as far as yeah yeah yeah, yeah i agree um, you know uh you know jessica lang nominated uh six times and wow. won twice and did um, she get nominated for the scorsese was it scorsese that remade remade robert de niro is the evil killer who gets out of prison oh kate fear. fear no she didn't she didn't get nominated for that okay uh, she got nominated for Tootsie, and uh, and uh, I remember her. I mean, she let's see, she won for Tootsie. I remember her winning for Blue Sky, yeah. which was uh, back in the day because Orion Pictures was behind Blue Sky, and Orion went under, oh. and it was on the <laughs> shelf for like two or three years or something. Oh, geez. and then it came out in '94, and she got an <laughs> Oscar for it. Um, but yeah, Jessica Lange's a good call. Uh, what was the other one that you? Glenn Close. Glenn Close. Yeah, and I think she's been nominated a couple of times. She's always yeah, she's been nominated six times. In fact, she's never won. Wow. That's uh, crazy. What a shame. She's nominated for The World According to Garp, The Big Chill, The Natural, Fatal Attraction, Dangerously. She's <laughs> That's an iconic role yep. is Fatal Attraction. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dangerous Liaisons and Albert Nobbs. Um, but six nominations, no wins for Glenn Close. But she's another one that's always just really good. Um, I saw her recently. Oh, she's in some movie, uh, The Girl with All the Gifts. Oh. Uh, that's on Amazon Prime. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and she's great in that too. Yeah. She's got that that moment in Fatal Attraction. I was watching the end of that the other day, mm. and when Michael Douglas breaks into her apartment and and comes to to kill her basically, mm-hmm. and he starts choking her, and she's got this fear, and then it's like it turns into like pleasure. It's almost yeah. like the, the end of uh, Get Out, where, yeah. where that happens too. But she just like looks, stares at him, and then he finally like releases, and he's like, "Holy mm-hmm. shit, this fucking woman's crazy!" Right? Yeah, yeah like he <laughs> yeah. didn't know that already. The um, the uh, I, that was the famous ending that was reshot after the uh, they showed it to test audiences. Yeah. Oh, really? Because she gets away with it, I believe, in the original. Oh, really? Yeah, she ends up either killing him or. I don't know what happens, but they well, it is called fatal attraction. It is, but maybe it wasn't. <laughs> Somebody's going to die. Maybe it wasn't then. I don't know. She's she. Uh, they changed the ending, and then you know, of course, since the movie went on to be like one of the biggest hits of that year, yeah. uh, the studios looked at that and go, "See, see what test audiences mm-hmm. do for you." Yeah, dumb. Yeah, she um, boils a rabbit in that movie. She, she does. does. She's a, just wanted to throw that out she, there. She's she's mean. She's so mean. <laughs> she's mean. <laughs> All right, I'm ready to start talking about who we're going to put on this. Uh, this is going to be hard. Okay, so we've locked in Meryl Streep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's all, all-timer. I put her over on Washington's side. Okay. I feel like she's got a, got a good Washington face. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the third week. I don't even know which of these presidents is where. Whenever you say that, I'm all, <laughs> I'm all, I have to wait till later to see the Photoshop. Um, who I think Chris and I, probably at least, would lean toward... 
Ingrid Bergman as, I as one of the other ones. I, I've already said I, I I feel like she should be up there. I'm uh, I'm deficient enough on her, but I would not uh, stand in your way. All right. So who would you nominate, Jeremy? Who would I nominate mm-hmm. beyond like beyond I, those two so far? Okay. Oh Jesus. Probably one of the Hepburns. What? Are, yeah, I was thinking Audrey Hepburn. Do you think Audrey Hepburn? I would. I, think- I would nominate Audrey. But again, I haven't seen near as much of Catherine. Well, stuff. And this is the interesting aspect, right? I think we all know more Audrey Hepburn movies than Catherine Hepburn. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I would probably put Audrey Hepburn above her. Yeah, yeah on that, would. even though it doesn't sound right when you look at the nominations and accolades and all that other type of stuff. But um, I would definitely put her there before her before Catherine Hepburn. Yeah, and it also speaks to her legacy today mm-hmm. you know Catherine hepburn obviously has as an iconic uh career and everything but who do we think of today as you know we've got a decent amount of film knowledge in here certainly mm-hmm. i i think that something that has to be said for standing out in all that landscape not only because she was precocious and gorgeous and all that stuff but also because like her performances were, were hey, iconic. only one of the hepburns had an annoyingly popular mid-90s pop song written about one of the <laughs> <movies>. <laughs> yep that's true I'm just saying. You remember who did that? Oh, geez. It was on the satellite radio today before I changed it. Uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. God, you're, as soon as you say it, I'm going to know it. Deep blue something. Deep blue something. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we got Audrey Hepburn. Okay. Put her in maybe uh, Jefferson's spot. Um, and then we've got uh, Ingrid Bergman, and we've got Meryl Streep. I'll throw out. Jodie Foster for the last spot. Okay. Interesting. I do like the idea of, for no reason at all, filling that spot with someone who's still working today, mm-hmm. a.k.a. a slightly younger actress as opposed to Shirley Temple or some shit. Mm. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> oh, shit. Now we got to talk about... No, <laughs> um, you know, Julianne Moore, Jodie Foster, Sigourney Weaver, I'm kind of torn. I'll, all three of those are right up there for me. Mm. I might not fight you much on Jodie Foster, but... Uh, I might slightly lean toward one of the others. I, I'm, I'm leaning Julianne Moore on this. Yeah. Mm. Although, God, Kate Blanchett. Yeah, we also man. talked about Kate Blanchett quite a bit, too. But who's got, like, a starring performance? Julianne Moore is, is great, specifically in ensemble stuff like, you know, Boogie Nights and Shortcuts and, you know, Big Lebowski and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess uh, for... I guess it's st- true. Still Alice was, was a showpiece for... But it wasn't a, a It wasn't a major... Yeah. You know, it wasn't a major release for a lot of people. Uh, yeah, you're right. She doesn't... She's like Philip Seymour Hoffman. She doesn't like she's carry terrific. a yeah, lot yeah. of movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but neither does... Not not anymore. Neither does Sigourney Weaver. No. But, but Foster, she did. Jodie I mean, Foster used to, to carry movies. Yeah, she did. Um, so I think that she's got more heft to her and a more storied career. I mean, going from all the way from Taxi Driver all the way. She was in something else before Taxi Driver, too. Well, Candle Shoe, I don't know if that was before Taxi. I think Taxi Driver was it, earlier. I think, yeah, it came after. Yeah. yeah. Um, all I know is, Barrett, for just a piece of advice, don't talk about women and use the word heft. <laughs> Without at least clarifying that you're talking about their career. Probably. Career heft. There you go. Um, um, and, and then you got to think even even Kate Winslet might even be in this conversation mm-hmm. too. So the question also becomes, is any of those actresses enough to knock off Audrey Hepburn even? Because I think we're fairly solid on Streep and Bergman. I yeah. Think so. I think Audrey Hepburn, again, though, has the roles that define the movie. Right. Breakfast at Tiffany's. 
even Roman Holiday, you could say, certainly Funny Face, certainly Sabrina, um, yeah, uh, Sabrina, and then uh, of course uh, My Fair Lady. Yeah, My Fair Lady. For I don't sure. know. It would be hard. To, it would be hard to say that Jodie Foster then probably doesn't deserve that that spot. Silence of the Lambs, The Accused, Taxi Driver. Um, she was bit player in Inside Man. She was she carried it in, in Panic Room, mm-hmm. which you know can be discounted. It's a good movie. Um, so yeah, I mean, and, and I feel like there's something Jodie Foster did. Of course, Contact. Um, but then Man. again, are we comfortable putting Jodie Foster on our Mount Rushmore of actresses? You know, that's the thing. I think she's I think she's had several good ones, good, several great ones, but not a, like consistent. Mm-hmm. Like it's not been we don't look at something like you know uh elysium and go man she was just so good in that <laughs> that movie was terrible but she was great no that's yeah. she was not good in elysium <laughs> all right so you have now talked me out of julianne moore and jodie foster uh-huh. and now i'm looking at sigourney weaver and um kate blanchett because mm. Sigourney Weaver has the longer career and maybe a couple more icon- iconic roles but kate blanchett what she she has that consistency thing going mm-hmm. for her uh, like daniel day lewis did in that she basically never gives a bad performance um i think her excellence is better than sigourney weaver's excellence yeah and I, sigourney's maybe better suited for the movie star conversation mm-hmm. I, I think this belongs to Kate blanchett yeah wow yeah i think that's gonna surprise surprising. a lot of people but mm-hmm. i think you're right yeah uh and again you know the the, the I know a lot of people like just you know they really love their Catherine Hepburn. I I, I probably would if I watched enough sure. movies. Mm-hmm. And I you know we probably should be putting her higher up, but I haven't seen very many. And our rules, I mean our not our rules or whatever, we kind of go through the same type of thing. Consistency, always good has been the lead in the movie yeah she certainly opened has been the reason we want yeah has been the reason we watch the movie and so on and so forth um it's not easy to put anybody up there but yeah Kate blanchett is excellent i think i don't i don't have any problem with her being up there yeah and i think i think she definitely deserves to be i think so too man i mean you think about like movie posters and whose faces on the movie posters and tie that with the performance itself mm-hmm. i think she's got the consistency to be up there yeah so mm. there you go and we have a that's an eclectic mount rushmore yeah so we got meryl streep we got ingrid bergman mm-hmm. we got audrey hepburn and kate blanchett that's I, a murderer's that, row right i there. mean that's that's unimpeachable yeah really Okay, now everybody's going to come out of the out of the woodwork. I do kind of. I would like to throw out Sally Field as the person that gets to be the hands rubbing the shoulders right. of somebody. All right, because I really would like her to get some kind of wink or something. Mm-hmm. Then we got to have Jodie Foster, you know, peeking around the side of it or something. Drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She can be the tea drinker. She's, down she's in the front. tea drinker. Tea yes. drinking. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, Not the right. pea drinker. Sorry, I don't know why I say things. And I think Kate Winslet will be there in another five, ten years. Right. right. Although it's funny, Winslet and Blanchett both have roughly the same length of time mm-hmm. of work, even though Winslet's all slightly younger. Yeah. Um, and she hasn't carried as much, even though you know, certainly in Titanic, she, but she, you know, she's under Leo, basically. Yeah, really like it's the reader. <laughs> the reader is like like hers, her movie. Uh-huh. But yeah, you're right. A lot of the movies that she's in, she's uh, she's one of the role players. Sense mm-hmm. of Sensibility. She's obviously a major character in that, but it's not the reason. The it's not the whole story yeah. of Sense and Sensibility. Uh, Titanic. Obviously, she's sharing with Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, 
and in Little Children, she's one of many mm-hmm. who's in there, including Jennifer Connelly. And so Jennifer Connelly was going on that, I think, yeah, on that yeah. track for a while. I think she could have been uh, up there for a little while there. But um, but yeah, yeah, you're right. I think a lot of times she's not really the reason that you watch the movie. I mean, she's the reason, but she's not the mm-hmm. the main focus of the movie. Right. Uh, but uh, no, I like this rush more. I'm fine with it. Solid. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put up any peeps. Um, All right, you ready to move to questions? Question. 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 I got something to say. I want the truth. I am listening. Oh mm. man, we've got some good ones. Uh, we've got a, a an all timer right here, and it forced us to do some mental acrobatics. Weird question. If you were to alphabetize your personal DVD Blu-ray collection, what sequence of five movies would be the best? For this listener, the best is Castaway, Catch Me If You Can, Children of Men, City of God, and Clerks. That is that's an a good amazing one. That's five a, in an a row. amazing run. Yes. Jesus. Let me go for mine first because mine's probably the, the worst one because I have the tiniest collection. As long um, as you have an excuse. It's not bad, though. Uh, so I've got a good M section, and it, it actually is derailed. I left it out uh, because I didn't notice it, but it is derailed a little bit. So mine goes Magnolia, Malcolm X, Manchester by the Sea, Matchpoint, the Matrix and the Muppet movie. Oh, that's wow. good. That is great. Um, what I didn't put in there, and then I looked at it again today, is a Jack Nicholson, Ellen Barkin movie called Man Trouble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How, why the fuck do you have that movie? I have no idea. Uh, that but shouldn't even it. be in your collection. It should just be like hanging out on top of VHS tapes. Hey, I have a copy of that Morgan Freeman, Robin Wright Penn movie, Mall Flanders. Oh, Ooh. yeah. I remember that. Why the fuck do I have that? I don't know. <laughs> no good reason. It really makes no sense. <laughs> anyway, it's a solid line. That's a good lineup. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go past five. Uh huh. I guess I'm being braggy. Do you being think? a dick. Hum- humble brag. Quiz show. The raid. The raid two. Mm-hmm. The red turtle. Mm-hmm. The revenant. The ring. Rise of the planet of the apes. RoboCop. Nice. Damn. That's a, that's a lot of variety, yeah, too. Yeah, that's all across genres and everything. Yeah, I know. And I was pretty happy with that. I actually wrote three or four different other ones, and then I finally got down into that lower part of the alphabet, and I went, oh, this is the winner right here. Did you alphabetize your your uh, your shit? No, what I did was, because everything that I own, I have um, a digital copy of, mm-hmm. so I just went into my hard drive that has all my movies. Oh, you cheated. Well, my... You, Seen the pictures of my <laughs> shelf? I'm not going to go through and alphabetize all that just to answer a question on the podcast. <laughs> Give me a break. I've got I've got all the same movies digitally, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're alphabetized, so I just went that way. Well, oh, I already alphabetized my collection. Yes, so yes, I know. This was easy for me to do. How many yeah. How many do you have, do you think? No. Uh, it's over 1,300. Jesus because Christ. Because every time we buy new ones, we I put it on this master list, uh-huh. and that master list is over 1,300. <laughs> so that's a lot of movies it is a lot of movies um thank god for some collections that keep a lot of discs in one thing yeah. and everything like Seriously. that still it doesn't really much matter the space issue is going to be a thing but uh, I, I found five different wings of this uh <laughs> of this alphabetized thing that i really enjoyed uh i have a number grouping that has 21 jump street and 22 jump street the 25th hour with he got game which is in the same uh-huh. case 28 days later with 28 weeks later and uh the 40 year old virgin are all in a row nice oh. um so that's a good one the best one is something that is fucked up by amazing spider-man 2 <laughs> oh no um so it starts with all the president's men and then it goes almost famous 
and then Amadeus, Ooh, and then geez. fucking amazing Spider-Man 2 <laughs> shows up in the middle of this and fucks it all to fucking goddamn hell. But hold on, do you not have amazing Spider-Man? No, because when we did the first one, I didn't do that video. That, oh. was, the first, that was the first one. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> That's bizarre, you don't. Uh, but you know what's funny is because I have a lot of these uh, part twos and whatever, I have started going and back ordering a lot of uh-huh. the originals of things. So just so that it doesn't look stupid like that. <laughs> Still, even if I had Amazing Spider Man, you'd have a discussion as to whether that counts. And yeah, then yeah. two would <laughs> yeah, fuck it exactly. up. And um, but then after after Amazing Spider Man, it's Amelie, American Beauty, American Hustle, American Psycho, nice, and then American Sniper. Yes, there's a wow. lot of American movies. Yes, yes. Um, so that that was the biggest volume, and it does have five in a row after that amazing There's two spot. in theaters right now. American Assassin and American Made. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, then I saw um, Edge of Seventeen, Edge of Tomorrow, Edward Scissorhands, Ed Wood, and Election. Together. That's awesome. That's Ooh. a really good one. That might be the one I picked. Yeah. I would watch all of those movies in a row. I've got two more. We'll see. We'll see which one's the best. Lives of Others, Lobster, Lock, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, and Logan. Oh, Ooh. that's like the most mercurial group. Yeah, right? is an odd, odd. Group. Oh, those are yeah. Those are some weird <laughs> movies. Uh, then the last one that I saw that was worth saying anything about was that thing you do. The theory of everything. There will be blood. They live. The thing. The third man. And this is Spinal Tap. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Um, I still think your E-Run is the, the best. The E-Run is, is yeah. probably the best, yeah. That's badass. Yeah. That's, what a great question. It was a great yeah. question. Who thinks about that kind of shit? Oh, no. Good for, <laughs> good for him. It's funny. I have stared at this collection a few times, and, and it's funny seeing what movies are together a lot of times. Like, you see like that that those themes of American this, American yeah, yeah. that, and Amer- and then you see like those similarly titled movies, or you see the ones where like Edward Scissorhands and Ed Wood where Johnny Depp is in both of them. Yeah, you yeah. Know? and they're both Tim Burton. <laughs> yeah, and they're both Tim Burton. So mm-hmm. it's like uh, you see a lot of these weird little fun themes when you, when you yeah. look at a movie collection like that. Has a product placement in a movie ever worked on you? After watching Ronan, I always wanted to drive an Audi because of what they do with those cars. That's interesting. I'm going to say no uh-huh. to, this, to this question. No, it has never, ever affected <laughs> me. Um, I, I would say the closest that it's ever affected me and it had, and, and the problem is, it had no bearing because I had no, I, had, I didn't have a Nintendo Entertainment System when I was young. Uh-huh. Um, was the Wizard? Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. The Wizard was basically a long commercial for Super Mario Brothers three, and uh, and I remember watching that movie, going, "Man, that game looks really fun." I'd really like to play that, but I don't have an NES, so it doesn't really matter. And if I did, I would be buying Super Mario 3 anyway. That's true. So it's not like the movie really had any say as to whether I'd go and buy that game or not. It is an awesome game, though. Yeah, but I would say no. I mean, if if the, if there has been, they did exactly what they wanted to, which is... You didn't realize I it. I didn't realize it. <laughs> well, the only one I thought of, I don't think I realized at the time, and that's the 7-Eleven slushies from Encino Man, Ooh. where <laughs> Polly Shore puts his mouth under the thing. Now, I grew up in Indiana, um, and at least where I was growing up, we didn't have 7-Elevens. The chain was not in the area. We had other convenience store chains. And then I went to college, and they had 7-Elevens up there. You had to drive about 30 minutes north of my college town to find one. Um, but it became a problem. Like, <laughs> I had to take Spanish two years in a row because I went to 7-Eleven for slushies too Damn. many times. Because I would be walking to class, and I'd see my friend Kevin, um, and he'd be like, 
hey, slushy. And I'd be like, let's do it. And we'd go get in his car and we'd drive 30 minutes to Oakton or whatever the fuck it was called. And we'd buy a 7-Eleven, a big ass 64 ounce bullshit. Yeah. Slurp it all the way home. And I'm like, shit, I'm going to get, I'm going to have to cut this drama or this Spanish class completely. I think Nashville, do they have any right now? They may uh, have a couple. Yes. I feel like yes, I've seen they, some. They, they, uh, they, I know that they used to be a lot more, mm-hmm. I think, and then there's not many now. I, I may be remembering that wrong. There's Weez one the um, juice. at Trinity yeah. and uh, Dickerson Pike. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the only one I can think of off the top. Weez the juice. <laughs> Weez the juice. <laughs> so I'd never had one of those things <laughs> Brendan, until I saw that movie. Brendan Fraser sticks his head in there. Weez the juice. What a time to live in. <laughs> Fucking Brendan Fraser and Polly Shore. <laughs> and it's a hit. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge a popular hit. movie. Huge hit. I always liked the, the BMW that they drive in Goldeneye. Yeah. Oh, which nice. was fucking awesome. Oh, it's amazing. I really, obviously, I'm not going to go out and buy one, especially when I was like, you know, 16 at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it was always uh, super cool. But the the one thing that really affected me was my wife and I went to see Sideways in the theater. Oh. And immediately after we came out, now she, she drinks wine. I don't drink wine very much. Immediately after we got out there, we went to like the one wine bar in our town that we lived in at the time and just ordered a bunch of shit and we were like comparing like notes awesome. about like how it smelled and everything no of course we knew nothing about what we were talking about right um uh, but uh yeah it just we really wanted to drink you could just be the- you could just be the other character in the movie oh, tastes pretty good to me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that movie came on before i had to come down here today and I, like i told you you're you're lucky i even showed up the movie sucks me in yep i've always thought that there should be an oscar for best scene from a movie so what are your favorite scenes from otherwise average films um such as the batman warehouse fight in batman versus superman that's a good example well that's mm. the best answer yeah. and they stole it in the question <laughs> mm-hmm. um so there's one movie that i consider insanely average but it actually has three scenes that could be oscar worthy and that's in the lost world jurassic park oh yeah good call um the uh you're talking about the gymnastic scene the gymnastic scene for sure (laughs) that's already on mount rushmore um how would you (laughs) how would you carve that that would be amazing um but uh but no there's three there's the one that jeremy has talked about a bunch of times which is the trailer scene coming off the cliff mm-hmm. that one's the one that would win the oscar probably there's another one later on in the movie where the velociraptors are coming through the high grass while mm-hmm. they're running through it and everything just a great scene of suspense and action that only spielberg can really do yeah. um and then the scene at the end it's ludicrous but i love it every single i used to go in and watch this scene all the time was when the boat comes crashing into san diego um the everything building up to that boat crashing and the t-rex coming out of the out of the boat is amazing even though when you think back on it you realize there's no fucking way this exactly um but i i love everything leading up to it it's just a great suspenseful scene yeah and everything then when you look back on it you're like "Ah, that should have not even fucking happened but oh well it's great the part where they've got like a like a hand is clutching the yes there's a hand still clutching the wheel and then he decided he so t-rex went on a rampage i'm gonna leave that hand ate ate the captain or the or the coxswain and like left his hand there and he says you know what i'm gonna go back in yes 
<laughs> and then and there was somebody alive enough to close, close the door, and, and then he died. We yeah. could have done a, let's talk about the T-Rex's plan, Sins. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm pretty sure we murdered it in the uh, Sins I'm video. I'm sure we did. Um, but, uh, yeah, we should have said, we should have done the T-Rex's plan thing. Yeah. Uh, the first thing that came to my mind is the mansion staircase fight in Matrix Reloaded. Yeah. Uh, oh. Where Neon takes on Neon? Neon. <laughs> <laughs> the neon demon. Well, uh, the, how did that happen? I don't know. How, how did I say neon? You're, you're thinking of Neo and Leon at the same time. I think I was thinking of takes on, and I just it just came up neon. Yeah. Neo takes on all the Merovingians henchmen except the two ghost brothers who are going after Trinity and Morpheus and the Keymaker. Um, and there's a lot of great slow mo. There's a lot of great weapon changing i feel mm -hmm. like there's some homage there to some of the great kung fu classics in terms of how often he puts down a weapon and grabs another one off the wall um it's got that moment where he stops that like person-sized sword that dude is wielding against him yeah and the merovingian's face is all like mm. <laughs> but then he sees he's dripping blood and he's like see he's just a man and after that he fucking uses the force to pull two of Raphael's from ninja turtle sides off the wall to him yeah. to fight um, and it's just, I just love that fight scene. I think it is everything the rest of that movie should have been. It's interesting that that's juxtaposed up against the, the, the twins going to fight Morpheus and, and yeah. Trinity. Yeah. Uh, which is, yeah, I, I agree. That's a, the much better scene. Is and, the, and it's, a, I mean, well, the twins thing is the greatest car chase ever. When mm -hmm. you see, when you see that scene in there, you realize how much of the rest of the series is wasted. Yeah. Because that's the only time they really have a chance to shine in those movies and like they, they, I, you know, they keep it Mr. Smith heavy uh, a lot. And I, you know, I like agent Smith as much as anybody, but, uh, but those guys have different unique type of powers yep. within yep. the matrix. And like, you only get a couple scenes, yeah. you know, and, uh, oh, man, I just wish I could have seen more of them. Well, and it shows none of the cracks that, that, you know, fighting a hundred agent Smith scene does. Cause it's not using the CGI. Yep that is not ready yet yeah and so it, you don't get rubber neo or because it's it's all choreography and actors mm. in the mansion fight um which is what the first movie was so anyway um that that was my answer yeah i could i could use more of like the Keymaster's uh backstory and like the guy who handles the key master that fights neo before he gets to him you know yeah well he's basically in a cell is he the key mm -hmm. is he the key maker or the key master key maker key maker oh okay yeah because i'm about to say it just glommed <laughs> off ghostbusters there <laughs> i am the gatekeeper yeah i didn't like uh the second austin powers movie as much as i like the first one mm -hmm. the, the spy who shagged me because i think it, they were hitting just the same notes yeah, with yeah, yeah. heather graham just being more in on the joke than mm -hmm. elizabeth hurley was but uh, the Dr. Evil thing, he's got some scenes that just kill me. Of course, he's got like the, I don't know if it was the first movie or the second movie about the the sharks with laser beams, you know. That yeah, I'm sure that's the first one. Um, but then in, of course, you got the whole mini me thing in the, the second one too. But there's the, they've got the scene where like he's, he's moving his chair around and he's oh, just God. like, he's, he's, <laughs> and, and it goes bonkers on him and he's like, and it, all of a sudden it starts twisting around and he's like crawling up on the side of it and he's like, I need an old priest and a young priest. <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. And then afterwards it finally stops. He puts his hand on his, on his knees and he's like feeling really sick now and he spits 
that's, a, that's my favorite part of any of those movies. The power of Christ compels you shit is hysterical. <laughs> oh, those all those, those, those cutaway type of <laughs> jokes that they put in those yeah. are always the best. They're always the best. Oh, my God. All right, guys. Um, that'll do it for this week. Uh, we have a, a wide array of things to go to after this. That's right. Uh, we have a Facebook page, the Sincast presented by CinemaSins. Yep. That's the one that I'm primarily on. We have SoundCloud still, which I believe Barrett is still mm-hmm. answering stuff on. We have Twitter, Jeremy CinemaSins page, Twitter. He he answers questions there. Yeah. We're we're just a, a question answering machine. That's right. Together. Um, but uh, go to those go to those various social media sites and and sound off and tell us how much we you know we fucked up <laughs> and we should have put Scarlett Johansson up yeah. there or uh, you know you know maybe Hillary Swank deserves it for her too. Scarlett Johansson I think has made a lot of strides. Not to to get yeah. off the point, but I think at the beginning of her career, except for maybe Ghost World, like I don't I didn't think that she could act her way out of a paper mm, bag. Yeah, but now she's got a lot more you know heft mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> right uh, i'm gonna have to cap the use of heft in this podcast at two she's yeah. taking more interesting yeah, in- she interesting is. things although she this has not been a good year for her particularly no uh but uh she does seem to she, yeah you're right mm. she's uh she's a lot better than you thought you you would think she would be and when she first started yeah, yeah. and everything but uh anyway uh that'll do it for this week it's chris atkinson jeremy scott and barrett share we'll see you next time Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. And be sure to visit cinemasins.com. He's the, the man with the golden man gun. Man with the golden gun. Is that the worst one? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's been a long time since I've seen it, because I kind of remember liking that. It's That's awesome. the one with the, the House of Mirrors at the end, right? Uh, I don't remember if it had It's like where Bond is, is... I know, know the man with a golden gun lived on an island, and there's like a... You're thinking of Enter the Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> I get those yeah. confused a lot. <laughs> right. I was, I was in the gas station on the way over here, yeah. and they were playing uh, the Eagles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were playing uh, Lion Eyes. Okay. Uh, which is like the worst Eagles song ever. Well, I don't think they all could contend for that. Title. I guess. But there's there's that line on there where it's like, I know where she's going. She's headed for the cheating side of town. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this is every everything I hate about the Eagles is in that lyric yeah. right there. You gotta watch yourself, man. You're driving driving through, you might get into the cheating side. Hmm. She is headed for the cheating Saturn. Uh oh. you can't hide. Yeah, it's one of those lyrics that makes it they make it try to sound like it's subtle or something, like, you know. Like, I don't know. Well, let's not just say she's cheating. <laughs> she's... Where is she really going here? Oh, she's going on the part of town where you cheat. <laughs> I measure my shit every day just so... to make sure it's still the same. That's right. See if I've gained an inch somewhere. <laughs> um... so... Honey, look. <laughs> it's amazing. Let's try it out. Wow, this went dark fast.
No. How, how, that's the best way it can go, yeah. not dark. I suppose. I meant blue. I should have said blue. Ah, blue. <laughs> it went blue. Yes. It blew. <laughs> Remember that Snoopy song, The Red Baron? Oh, yeah, man. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. I'm getting a <laughs> 